0: yo guys what's going on what's going on so glad to be back glad we here so glad we here thank you for all y'all who are avid listeners new timers glad we're here my name is killer this is the off the sticks podcast and i'm also joined by two of my homies two of my best friends right here y'all go ahead and do the old introductory thanks so we can get this thing cracking What's up, everybody?
1: K E, also known as Crazy Eight, you not y'all know who it is?
0: And the guy that just said hello, the first voice at the mine. Oh yeah, that My was that Corey. Corey. Corey, by yeah. the way.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 That's how you start off the show, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. And speaking of reasons to laugh,
3: Week Four NFL was extremely weird
0: if anyone really, like, looks, like, knows football the way we know it. It was weird. Teams that won didn't – it didn't really feel like real victories. Like, the Broncos-Raiders game, it was two hapless teams who have been playing so far. Oh, and my
1: God, the Broncos are so much trash. Oh, my God, they are, they're trash.
0: And, they're horrible. That division is not looking like the best one in football the way we thought it was going to be. Um, no, no,
1: no, that division is looking like the best one in football. It's just looking like the Broncos can't keep up. I mean, you knew like four teams in the same division all making the playoffs. That that's rare. I know we was mm-hmm. talking about it could happen, but but that's like extremely rare, you know what I'm saying? The Broncos, I mean, look, I'm just saying you got if you got four if you got four teams with top-end talent like that, somebody going to be asked out. And right now it's looking like the Broncos. Um, I'm not even mad at, the, at them losing because somebody got to do it. But I'm going to tell you, Broncos, like, it's the way they're losing. Like, they look bad. Geno Smith is outplaying Russell Wilson right now. Like, you know, I was horrible.
0: I was just about to bring out Geno because the Seahawks look good. Uh, they do. And – I know in our preseason show, we 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 really let them have it. Um, <laughs> we really oh, yeah, let the Seahawks yeah, have yeah. it. We, yeah, we, and we about, also yeah. let the Giants have it, and the Giants are three and one. The Seahawks, I believe, were two and two. Um,
1: uh, yeah, see, I think yeah, Seahawks
0: too, Seahawks, yeah. Seahawks are two and two. So, and on top of that, they beat a team that I liked coming into this. Season. I liked Detroit coming into this season. It was a kind of a shocking pick. They can score with anybody, but they also they they bleed points they defensively like they can't with a blanket they still couldn't cover you like it's ridiculous how many points they give up and that's going to be a big problem but at least they know come april we know what their first picks are going to be they're going to be on the defensive side of the football so that's kind of where that's headed but seattle looks really good um the well, cowboys well, have played well i I'm not gonna say Seattle looks really good. Seattle
1: looks better than we thought, which is can, can in we, can comparison. We, can, we, can, we, can we can all three of us agree on that, Corey? Can you agree yeah. on that? See, the Seahawks don't look good, but they look better than we thought.
4: For sure, I think there's a, there's a couple teams we can say that about. That's Killer was saying earlier. That's that's a couple teams I can say that about. That surprising the hell out of me. But yeah, the Seahawks they look much better than I thought.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I just I just wanted to be clear. Like when you say g- look good, are you talking about like Playoff good because the Seahawks don't look uh, like
4: that.
0: okay. Okay, when I say look good, I'm saying they are exceeding expectations.
4: Okay, okay, say, they're, they're not a dumpster fire, like, not a dumpster yeah, like, fire. Like,
0: like, I like, thought like if we, exactly like like if we had to compare where we had them at to where they are, like for example, the Atlanta Falcons, we didn't see Atlanta playing as well as they are.
3: No,
0: I thought Carolina was better. And they're not. Atlanta is playing solid football. They're exceeding expectations. They and on top of that, if you can take, t- you, if you take it to the Cleveland Browns the way they did, I mean, I know it's a three-point game, but they took it to Cleveland. And Cleveland might be the most physical football team in the entire NFL. And they took it to them. That shows me something that they didn't have over the last two to three years. And on top of that, when you're playing against terrible expectations, you're basically playing with house money, so you're playing relaxed anyway. There's no expectation in Atlanta. There was no expectation in Seattle. There was no expectation with the New York football Giants. And right now, they're playing like they don't have to meet any expectations. Because right now, I still don't, and this is, kind of barreling into a different subject a little bit here, but looking at the NFC East, I can say this is probably the best coaching jobs that I've seen outside of Washington so
1: far. I just so want to be clear. and I don't know what Corey going to say. NFC East is the best division in the NFC. I don't care what anybody says. They can, y'all can think I'm crazy. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You got a four and zero team and two three and one teams. It's the best division in the NFC, and mm-hmm. people gonna think people gonna think that that's a wild statement because people are gonna be looking at like the talent and and for the last what four or five years people have been used to calling the NFC East the NFC least. So it sounds like a it sounds like a like a crazy comment, but name another division. Name name to name two more divisions that have three teams. Um, at, th- at they have three teams above five hundred right now.
3: Above five hundred or three, at five hundred?
1: No, three teams above five
0: hundred. And there's not one. I, the, the shockingly NFC,
3: enough, the, the, the NFC, NFC is West is all one. two
0: and two. The NFC West is all two and two. You have the Bucks and the Falcons at two and two. The Saints and Panthers at one and three apiece. And the NFC North is, shockingly, the Bears are at 500. And the Lions are at 1-3. But they're a weird 1-3, so I'm not too upset about that. But you got the Vikings and the Packers both at 3-1, and one, Bears at 2-2. Two and two. They very easily could have been 3-1 had they actually showed up to play football on Sunday
3: and beat New York. Yeah. So they weren't far off. And New York did take it to them. But this I, division,
4: it's really—I think it's fair to say the East is the best division in the NFC through four weeks. I think it's safe to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, at, at through four weeks, I had the Cowboys at three and one. I didn't see it, you know, working the way it did. That's but I did it, have them did. at three I and got, one.
1: I got to give you a lot of credit for that. You did now. It now, your credit coming with luck. <laughs> your credit coming. Yeah, like, like I said,
0: it. <laughs>
1: but but you did say <laughs> that the cow that the, you did you was high on the Cowboys. Meanwhile, I'm looking like a fool for
0: believing in Pittsburgh, but Nah, it's not really not it's not really believing in Pittsburgh. There's a ton of injuries that are affecting what Pittsburgh is able to do. And now that they finally made the move they should have made, because you saw the difference in what the offense was able to do. And I get it, Pickett turned over the ball, but there were chances that we needed to take. Two what of mean- those picks. Two of his three picks came on like deep bomb passes. He'll get better at that.
1: Yeah, I, I, look. I, I'm not. A, I'm not upset. I'm not upset at Pickett. Yeah. Like
0: Pickett, but also yeah. missing T.J. Watt, um, Witherspoon, the corner that I was telling y'all to watch. He was out. We legit were missing. We were missing a lot in the game this past week. We we're missing a ton. So just looking at what's missing and then where we can go from there as far as the Steelers are concerned. I still believe is if there's any coach who can take it and turn it around even after rough starts. I mean, just two years ago, we started off
3: 0-4 and finished the year 8-8. So if there's anybody who can make the adjustment,
0: 100% is going to be Mike Tomlin.
1: Since we're talking about the Steelers right after the Cowboys, I, I wanna um I wanna break some news, right? I wanna break some news. This is not this is not any news. This is not any news that like came out in an article. Y'all have not seen it. And so I know it's gonna come as a shock to y'all. But I have been told by sources. I'll say sources. I'm not gonna say their name. But I have been I have been told that there is a Cowboys-Steelers conversation that is currently happening at the moment. Is this going to be reported? I do not know. How true is this? I do not know. I am telling you what was told to me by by a very um, dependable source, let's just say. And so (laughs) since these are our two teams, I'll tell you right now that from what I have heard, the Steelers have been looking to acquire Leighton Vander Ash. And I have heard that they have
3: been um dangling either Claypool or
1: um y'all other receiver uh Name y'all receivers, killer.
0: Uh, Deontay Johnson. I know nope, he's not, not on there. Him, not him. Not Pickens. Not Pickens. Right, if it's not Pickens, it's not Claypool. It, was Claypool not, Johnson?
1: Claypool. Pickens. Claypool was one of the players uh, na- named. Let me go. Let me go to the to the message that I got. So I can. I want to make sure I'm giving. I'm giving you this accurately. I want to make sure I'm giving you this accurately. I don't want y'all to think I'm making nothing up. Um Gunnar
0: um,
3: Oshewski.
1: Nope. I'm about I'm about to tell you. Hold on. Give me like give me like
0: 30 seconds.
4: This is information you can only get from off the sticks, folks.
0: I, breaking I, news. I, I There's only a few news. more. You got Steven Sims, Miles Boykin, Anthony Miller, Calvin uh, Austin.
4: Anthony Miller, who was who was drafted by Chicago a couple years ago? Mm, yep. Man, I remember he was looking like he was gonna be their wide receiver one and then mm.
0: Yeah. And then he uh, yeah, he's on IR right now and so is Calvin Austin.
4: Speaking of former Bears players and wide receiver ones, what in the heck is going on with Allen Robinson?
0: Oh, he's um playing for a real offense and he has no idea what he's doing right now. I man, he has been like He's running wide receiver four routes. Okay. Not wide receiver two routes. And he's taking him out of the game.
1: I got you. Okay. Cowboys and Steelers are having heated talk. This I'm reading, I'm reading what was told to me, just so y'all know. Cowboys and Steelers are having heated talk centered around trading LVE in exchange for Chase Claypool or y'all linebacker Devin Bush.
3: Why that is would what, we trade Devin Booker?
1: Bu- that is what was told to me by by a person who uh, is who has very dependable inside information. I'm gonna just say that. Uh-huh. I, so I, I, again, I don't know how serious it is. I have not seen any articles written on this yet. I don't I don't know if it's uh, being reported on yet. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you that this is what was told to me. So if we see this in in the sports, uh, in the sp- sports sphere, within the sports sphere, uh, within the next couple weeks, hey, just know you heard it here first. That's all I'm saying.
0: If this happens, now Van Der Esch is a good linebacker. I think he can actually work out. Y'all can have him. With, I'll with, give y'all I'll how Steelers,
3: for a donut. With how the Steelers play. I think that could work for us. But
0: I don't see us giving up two players for LVE.
3: No, 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 not, two, or, not yeah, two. Yeah, I about to say, it's got to
0: be one or the other. And to be yeah. honest with you, I would make the move Jeez. if it's Devin Bush, not if it's Chase. We need that deep downfield threat. I know George Pickens can be that. But Lord, isn't two better than one? So I, I keep Claypool had him with Pickens, had him with Deontay Johnson, Pat Fry moves, Najee Harris, let the offense be that. Be what the offense is going to be. The defense is where we need a, a lot of moves, need to free up some stuff. I mean, Devin Bush has, what, I think 19 tackles so far this year or something like that. So it's not like he's a surefire go-and-get-it kind of a tackler. And on top of that, I think if that move happens, you get Devin Bush and you play Devin Bush at that middle linebacker spot, probably left inside, we well, y'all play a 4-3, right? Yeah, we play a 4-3. Yeah, so play him at the mic, and then you can, that way you can just let Parsons just be Parsons. It'll actually free him up even more. So if that trade is made, I think the Cowboys are the ultimate winners on that trade.
1: If that trade is made, the Cowboys are the bona fide winners on that trade because we got rid of Leighton Vander Esch. I can't stand Leighton Vander Esch. Corey, no, I can't stand him. I I like I cannot stand Leighton Vander Ash. I never oh. wanted him in the first place.
4: I will say though, for one, Leighton Vander Ash, he's had a pretty good season so far this he year. Has. Like, he has been- because
1: he has, but but a part of that is because his load got lightened ever since Parsons came on the scene. But but the L V E that we drafted, who had that who had that explosive first year, we ain't seen that since.
4: No, we haven't. But now, No. I think I think I think I think he'll do well in the in the Steelers 3-4 uh, scheme too. So I think I think he'll he'll fit in. He'll fit in better in Pittsburgh than Dallas schematically, I think. Yeah, cuz he plays he's an outside linebacker, right?
1: William Vander Esch, yeah, he he plays outside.
3: I think you know what? Can, I
1: think he plays some middle too, but I, I but I, usually he plays outside. He yeah. he's described as one of those side-to-side linebackers.
0: Okay, so this is where he would play because we get rid of if we trade Devin Bush, that means we got Miles Jack, Robert Spillane is probably going to get moved up to the left inside that outside linebacker kind of a position at this moment in time right now it's been held down by Malik Reed as our wheel. That ain't working at all. We need something because Alex Highsmith is a playmaker playing on the Sam, With him, Miles Jack, move Devin Bush, put Robert Spillane in, and that left inside, the wheel, Malik Reed, take a back seat, you can be a speller, LVE's right there. Now the Steeler defense is more reminiscent of what it can actually be, and it also helps free us up because we are missing T.J. Watt a lot. With T.J. Watt, we're three and one. Man, we are three and one. No,
1: LV ain't feeling no damn
0: TJ Watt role. He, I'm not saying he has to be TJ Watt. I'm just saying he has to be L V E. That's all he, I need no, to do. That, no, that ain't good enough to get y'all no wins. It's better than what we have in that spot right now. Corey, and then the that? drop off, the drop off from Devin Bush to Robert Spillane, based off of what we've seen over the last two years with Devin Bush, I would take.
4: No, I was laughing.
0: Because I haven't seen, like the same way y'all say y'all haven't seen the things out of Van Dash since his first year, I haven't seen the same thing out of Devin Bush since his first year. I thought he was going to be a, a pretty damn good replacement for Mr. Ochi with the neck. I right, definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, with Shea being like, we don't even draft Devin Bush if Shea Zib was healthy.
4: It's funny how things... Played out because Devin Bush, he was drafted. Uh, what's the linebacker from uh Tampa? Um Devin, what's his name, Devin? Um, God, middle linebacker. The, um the middle li-
1: Devin, White. Devin, Devin White? Devin White, Devin White, yeah.
4: They were drafted in the same class, right? Yes. I think most people figured Devin Bush was gonna be that dude Better. between those two. Yeah, I mean, I certainly did. Not that yeah. he's been a bad player, but that's- compared to Devin White, you know, but again, like that's the that's the draft for you. It's always, it's never an exact science. But I was laughing because Mike, you talk about LVE and Killer talking about how much better he would be for y'all. That's like, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. But I mean, uh, that's
1: literally what it is because LVE ain't shit.
4: I mean, he's like, <laughs> okay. He's like this man. Every
0: man's wife was someone's ex girlfriend. That's just how that's looking. I ain't bringing nobody wife in it. But no, 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 I'm not saying anything like that. But that's how I'm looking at this. Hey, that's y'all ex. I'm about to marry this motherfucker. So come on, LVE, play that wheel for us. And once you are done playing the wheel and TJ's back, move to the left inside. Now Robert Spillane can go right back to spelling and you can play right beside Miles Jack, Alex Highsmith, and TJ I, I Watt.
1: Sounds clear. good to me. I want to be clear in saying that I never said this move was going to happen. I'm just saying I want it. It, has, it has been talked about between the two organizations. It is being talked about. Um, I just want to point that out to anybody who is listening. I ain't spreading shit. I'm just telling y'all what was told to me. But just know if y'all see it, just know where it came from first.
0: Mm-hmm. And just to let y'all know why the Steelers are also 1-3 at this moment, defensively, these are guys who are either questionable or doubtful or out? TJ Watt, Cameron Hayward, Akilah Witherspoon, the corner I was telling you guys about in preseason, Terrell Edmonds, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cameron Sutton. That's a whole goddamn secondary.
4: Damn, they're out?
0: Either doubtful or questionable oh, or out completely. So, and <laughs> I know Witherspoon missed last week. Terrell Edmonds barely played. Minka missed last week. Cameron Sutton missed last week. We legit had Levi Wallace, Trey Norwood, Miles Killebrew, and a little bit of Arthur um, Malay, and James Pierre was actually getting snaps. And on top of that, we were also missing uh, Demonte Kazi and um, Carlos Plateau. So we were legit, I think, six deep total in our secondary on Sunday against the Jets.
1: Y'all playing dudes that that sound like hockey players.
0: They sound like you You remember on Madden how you used to be able to create a cupcake team? And <laughs> yeah. you like build them. That's who the fuck we have playing. And the fact that we don't lost that game by four, I think shows more on the Jets than it does on the Steelers.
1: Hey man, well we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. But um I mean, I, I think they say they say you they say you know they say you know what teams are good by by week four, mm-hmm. and this year is I think disproving that because there's no way I, there's no way the Giants are actually a three and one team like their <laughs> record is three and one, but they're not. The Giants are not good. Like they're not. Have y'all watched their games? Like the yeah. Giants are horrible. <laughs> like they they got oh, they got God. some breaks, they got some breaks, but yeah, they're not. No, they, they do have a good very good um head coach. I, I like what Dable has done. However the fuck you say his name. I like what he I like what he has done. Um, but Daniel Jones, he's still Daniel Jones. Like he still is he <laughs> hasn't done nothing impressive.
0: He looked just like Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You remember uh was it last year? Yeah, last year and the Panthers started all 3-0 and everyone that I'm in North Carolina, for those who don't know. So all I hear is a whole bunch of keep pounding, keep pounding, keep losing. Because that's exactly what's going to wind up happening. The Giants' 3-1 and one start, to me, is reminiscent of that. Here are the teams they defeated. The Titans, who have no identity outside of um Henry. The Panthers. And the Bears. Their only loss came to the Dallas Cowboys. And that loss... Came to a cowboy team who, in that game, was basically debuting a quarterback. That should have been a feast. You said about and Crowley, it wasn't.
1: He, uh, played Cooper Rush.
0: Yeah, that was Cooper Rush's first game in. Against as who, as the a starter. Yeah, against the Giants because it was no. Week One. Cooper week One's with injury. No, no. Week, one. Cooper, week one, the Cooper injury. Rush.
1: Cooper Rush debuted against uh, the
0: Bengals this year. was the Bengals, yeah. Week two. That's right, because y'all beat the Bengals, and I thank you so much for that. So, but here's where we really get to see what New York is made of. Here's our next four games at Green Bay, Baltimore, at Jacksonville, Seattle. If by some straight, then they have a bye. If by week nine, the Giants are a 500 ball club. That means they still got two games against the Commanders, which are wins. The Lions and the Texans, they could very well walk off this season, guys, with possibly nine wins if they even just win one of their next three, one of their next four. They have a shot to win eight, possibly nine games. Because they also got the Colts and then the late-season Vikings. We all know what late-season Minnesota is. Because it's Kirk I don't, believe,
1: I don't believe in anything that the Giants do. Sorry.
0: Like I said, it's a possibility it could happen because right now, we're talking there at three wins.
1: Man, it's a possibility I think that peas, they can, It's a possibility I think that can. pigs can grow wings
0: you know what? Medically, I heard something weird that that may be actually happening with some different species of pig. So Jesus Christ given oh, wow. yeah, given the fact that that's actually about to happen sometime well after we're dead now, like I said, they come off their break. Texans, Lions, match up with Dallas in Dallas. Then they got the Commanders, Eagles, Commanders, Vikings, Colts, Eagles. By the time you get to, I think they can sweep Washington. Hell, I could sweep Washington. Washington may be the first team since the real the since the expansion of the of um of the schedule to go winless in their own division. Mm-hmm. It very well. No, nah, I
1: ain't going to go winless.
0: So who they beating?
1: The Giants. They going, they going, look, they look the NFC East, no matter how bad a team is in the NFC East, when it comes to, to the NFC East division games, ain't mm-hmm. nobody going winless. Like, like nobody's going, win. you might go undefeated. The Cowboys were undefeated in the division last year. You might be able <laughs> to pull that off, but ain't nobody in the division going winless against division opponents. Like not in the East.
0: All right, we'll, we'll see. If this any year it could happen to Washington, it would be this year. I will say that, this though, and that's because of coaching. I think coaching is going to be the difference in those games between New York and Washington.
1: No, Washington got a good coach.
0: I know Rob Rivera. I'm I'm familiar with. Him.
1: Washington got a good coach. It ain't because of coaching. It's because of motherfucking Carson Wentz. He's the worst quarterback in all of football. Huh? The, he is the wor- he is worse than Marcus Mariota. He is worse than Geno Smith. He has played ru- worse than uh, Russell Wilson.
0: Mitchell he, Trubisky. He
1: is worse than Davis Mills. He is worse than Jacoby Brissett. Uh, um, J-
4: Mitchell he Trubisky.
1: He bad. He
0: ain't worse than Trubisky. He bad.
3: Mitchell Trubisky.
1: No, Carson Wentz is worse than Mitchell Trubisky. Uh-uh.
0: Yeah. Nah. yeah. Yeah, Carson nah. I, 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 I just can't. I can't. I can't. Mike. You
1: just saying that you just saying that because you're on I, your team. I, I love you like a brother, but no. You uh. just saying, you just saying that because your quarterback it was Ms. Trubisky before he got replaced. But Carson Wentz is worse. Carson Wentz is so bad, they
0: need to go back to Taylor Heineke. I don't know why they moved on Taylor Heineke. He was actually winning them football games.
1: No, I mean, he he was winning them, like, one game, one out of every three games. I mean, if you count that as winning games.
0: I mean, for Washington, yeah. took to the playoffs two years ago, right? Yeah, at 7-9. They, they, they played Tampa. Oh, at 7-9. Okay. And, and it was a competitive game. On yeah, it was. It. it was a, no, it was the, a competitive game. No, the playoff game,
1: game. was competitive, but they still went to the playoffs off of a 7-9 and nine record.
0: And we've seen the team win a playoff game with a 7-9 and, and record. Seattle? And and the only oh,
4: reason, God. And the
1: only I hate reason, that season. The only reason why they went to the playoffs two years ago was because that got hurt. Freaking Sean
0: Alexander. Anyway. No, Alexander. That was Sean Alexander. That was um, yeah, um Marshawn ones? Lynch. That was Marshawn Lynch. No,
4: that was, no we talking about the O five. Was it O five? That was Marshawn Lynch, seven and nine. I could have sworn to see all seven and nine with Sean Alexander. Was, I, it, was,
0: it was seven and nine with Marshawn Lynch. What year was this? Oh I want to say nine? it was
4: oh. I'm, I'm thinking about 05 06. Oh, no. Yeah, 05 Lynch,
1: 06, they actually Lynch made the Super Bowl. In Seattle in
4: 05.
1: Right. 0506, so Seattle it made the no, Super
4: Bowl. It
0: wasn't 05 then. I remember because they, they lost to my Steelers 20 to 10.
3: That one I remember. Now, the um team that you're talking about it
0: was Marshawn Lynch. I want to say it was 2008-9, which goes down to NFL history as the weirdest, weirdest season. I think there was an 11 and f- I think the Patriots went 11-5 and, and missed the postseason. That's how weird that year was.
4: Oh, yeah, you're right. They went 13-3 that year with uh, Sean Alexander. You're right. My bad. That was
0: Sean Alexander's MVP season, if I remember yeah.
4: correctly. Yeah, you're right.
0: Now, that Seattle team belonged. Because the following year, y'all had them on the ropes in the play in the playoffs in the wild card, and it was mm-hmm. the Romo, bot snap.
4: That. Oh, that okay. My bad. So that's when I'm thinking because that's when they went nine and seven. That's the one I'm mm-hmm. thinking about. Yeah, okay. Because that's when they beat us. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Now they were the first team to be under 500, make the playoffs, and win a game because they beat Seattle—not Seattle, but on uh, New Orleans—the year after New Orleans won the Super Bowl and people thought they were going to run it back because they were instantly looking past Seattle and I was
3: like they won their division that counts for something and they they did the most, most impressive playoff run
0: not a playoff run but a run in the a running play in the playoffs that was the most impressive run play in the playoffs I've ever seen i mean you stiff on the same guy twice. That means you slowed down to do it the second time.
3: Like without using your mouth, you called this grown man a bitch with your hands. That was that was impressive to me. But yeah, I think that was 8 nine. But yeah,
0: New York has a opportunity, especially if they find a way to win still talking about the two of these games. I'm just saying, just taking it back to that end point. They could win eight games, maybe even nine. It's there. They could you do it. What? Set themselves up for it.
1: I hope they do because then their draft pick won't be that great. It'll be a <laughs>
0: draft pick. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Everybody gets a good draft pick in the NFL because of how much talent comes in. It's just who you select. But there's way more talent in the NFL draft pick In the first round than in comparison to any other leagues typically any other league you look at after you get past pick five it really don't freaking matter and that's just recent history for the most part now you got
4: you got guys who who do bubble
0: was 12. exactly outside the top five and you're still getting quality
3: i mean I'm just ain't saying nobody, you get
0: way more quality. So it doesn't time. really matter where you finish, you're still gonna get a quality player. We ain't talking
1: about the NBA draft. The NBA draft is like the top five, they bona fide starters. Everybody else is like, it, it, it's weird. But yeah. the NFL, I mean, yeah, first round. If you get a, a first round pick, your first round pick should be should be a should starter be good.
0: I believe your first one to three are gonna play. Rounds one through three, they're gonna see the field. I mean, you see that right now at Pittsburgh. Our top three are getting significant time.
4: Ideally, that's what you want, the first mm-hmm. three picks. Ideally. Even
0: if your team is good, take a look at Kansas City. Their first three picks are all playing. Starters. It's there. The draft is way deeper than the NFL. That's because positions, way more schools, more exposure, more talent. And on top of that, the youth scene for the NFL for football, while we were coming up, was better yeah. than what it was in the basketball sense. I'm gonna I'm a, look.
1: This this is what I'm gonna do. I, I'm gonna go down a list of teams that I feel like are pretenders. Mm-hmm. The Giants are pretenders. I don't care what nobody say. They three and one right now. They are not. They are not a playoff team, man. Um. The Vikings, they're not—they're not a three and one team. They're—they're they're, they're not like they—they they are three and one, but they—they—they're not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I—I want to say I, I want to say the Cowboys as well, but I have doubted them all year, and they've continued to prove so. You know I'm gonna leave them alone. They the Cowboys deserve a lot of credit for what they've been doing. Oh, who else is a um, what other teams are three and one? Dolphins. Um, isn't Oakland two and two?
0: Oakland just won their first game.
1: They're one and three. One and three. One and three. Yeah, they they're a better team than that. Well, they should be. Oakland I think is is probably Oakland. You know what? The AFC West might be the biggest disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the for F- sure. The, the AFC West might be the biggest disappointment. The Chargers have disappointed, t- has have disappointed me. Oakland or uh, Las Vegas has disapp- has disappointed me, and Denver.
0: Hmm. Now, you know, I wasn't too high on on the Chargers kind of coming in. I, I'm really not saying I wasn't high on them. You weren't high on Herbert. I wasn't. Not. I, I'm not. It's like I wasn't high on Herbert. Man, you ain't high on Herbert. Just admit it. Nah, I, I know broken can play. He torched my Steelers last year. I know the man can play.
3: Now, winning is different. And it's a skill you have to learn. You have to acquire that skill.
0: I think that he's having a tough time getting around to it.
3: I don't. The man won 11 games last year. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Won seven. The Chargers
1: only won seven games last year?
0: Mike, yes.
3: They, no, haven't, touched, they haven't
0: sniffed the postseason. Bro. I think they won like seven or eight games last year. They didn't I, win got, that. I got to see
3: this. Hold on. I swore. Who am I getting them confused with then? A better team. Let's see, Let me
0: see. Let me see. Nine and eight last year. Ten and seven was the Raiders. Twelve and five was the Chiefs.
1: Oh, they went nine and eight last nine year. Nine and eight. Right, let me see. And then the year
0: before that, I think was a um, seven-win season. Yeah, seven and nine. A year before yeah. that.
3: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay.
3: Okay. 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 Oh, huh. that's nice. But yeah. So right now
0: this year, they are right around where I thought they would be. I just don't, as far as how they're playing in that in the moment. Looking rough. It's looking
4: really, yeah. really rough. The whole division outside of Kansas City looking kind of. And yeah, Kansas what's, City what's has some has bumps biggest, too.
1: What's y'all biggest disappointments so far? Oh,
3: that's a great question. Denver for sure. Um, I'm
4: trying to think. Denver for sure. Colts' slight disappointment for me, just because I thought they'd be better than this, even with Matt Ryan as a de- as a declining player, I still thought they'd be better than this. Um, that might be it, man. I can't think of any more disappointments.
0: I'm gonna go with the Baltimore Ravens. They should uh, be four and are, zero right I now. I think
1: the Ravens. I think the Ravens are good. Are a good pick for disappointment.
0: They should be four zero right now.
1: I think the Ravens are a good pick for disappointment. John Harbaugh uh, made a terrible coaching decision to kick to not kick the field goal.
0: He's made terrible coaching decisions every year for the last three years. He single-handedly last year cost them the division and a playoff berth by going for it on fourth down four games in a row when you just could you got the best kicker that God has ever placed on this earth. Let this man kick the goddamn ball.
3: He can kick it from the parking lot against the wind. Let him do it. He's good from 70. Let him do it. You are never out of his
0: range. And you're choosing to stick, the, stick yourself in situations that can be completely avoided by just making the conservative call. You have a really good defense, opportunistic defense, one that's forced a turnover in every game of your coaching career. You mean to sit here and tell me that you lack trust? It's infuriating to have a team that's that talented be this mediocre year after year. They're not that talented.
1: They're a a rival team. They're not that talented. They have a talented quarterback they have a talented cornerback. But let's, let's stop acting like Baltimore is is uber talented. Their they're, they're, they're receivers are Devin Duvernay, and I don't know who else they got at receiver. Who's the other one?
0: Oh, the other one I ran it on last, uh, two weeks ago? I don't um, know. I I, he the was a first-round pick. Um, like, you don't even know. Yeah, it was a bro- <laughs> right now. I <laughs> that's what look at he, hey, Corey. He like, he like top 20 right, in receiving yards. I can't remember this dude. Man, it's only been four
1: weeks. Don't nobody care about no stats right now. It's only been four I, weeks. I'm just,
0: I'm just saying that's where he is right now.
1: Don't, don't nobody care about no, no stats right now. If anybody, if, if anybody Start talking about stats in week four, they got a problem. It's a small sample size right now. Stats gonna change. We ain't talking about no damn stats. Let's really look at the Ravens for who they are. The Ravens got a good coach. The Ravens got a good quarterback. They got a good cornerback. That's it. Who's on the offensive line that's good? Name somebody. You can't. What receiver Lamar Jackson actually got to, got to throw the ball to? What good one? Devin DuVernay is decent, but Devin DuVernay ain't no number one.
4: Rashad Bateman was the other.
1: Well, Bateman. Jr. Bateman ain't no number one. Nah. He
4: has tight end. Mark he, Andrews, He's, he that's ha- his best
1: weapon. That's a damn shame. His number one receiver is the tight end.
0: That was Kansas City's whole the 40, offense.
1: The 49ers at least got a number one in Debo and Kittle. Like, the Ravens... Ayuk too. The, the Ravens... is the number two. Uh, the
3: Ravens have... The Ravens don't even have a receiver as good as Ayuk. And so and so, when you sit there and
1: say that the Ravens are are so talented and it's frustrating, I don't understand why you ran and why you frustrated. They're not talented. They got a right. the talented quarterback.
0: All right, put it to it like this. Ravens were up big against the Dolphins, blew the lead. They beat the Jets, they should have. The Patriots, they should have beat. And the Bills, they were up on them as well. They were actually physically imposing their will. Against the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Easily, this team should be 4-0 and right now. Letting it slip, play calling. I'm not ranting necessarily against the Ravens. I'm also ranting against the coaching. Because the coaching is how they lost both of those games this year. And also how they lost a lot of their games over the last few seasons. This roster, in comparison to who they play week to week, And on top of that, they're always competitive with the top teams. They're never getting getting the doors blown off them. It's rare you see that. Even now, it's rare you see that from the Baltimore Ravens. They're competitive with the Chiefs and everyone else at the top of the AFC. They're competitive with everyone on the other side of of the league. It's just what it is. They are a very competitive ball club year over year who should be winning more games than they do because they get in their own damn way. If you run the ball against Miami, they don't have a chance to come back even if you go 3 and out. But yeah, they just decided not to do it.
1: The Ra- the Ravens have made bonehead decisions. That that is a fact. And they should they should absolutely be undefeated right now because of Lamar Jackson. They really should be. My um, I man on
0: God mode right now.
1: But uh, no, he on contract year mode. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know he's trying to get paid. Um, but they should have paid
0: that man in October.
1: They they, sh- they should have been paid that man. Let that man had, that money. Let Lamar hit the open market. Oh my lord!
0: Boy, I'm dumping so much. I'm dumping everything. Please complete. You you want to piss off Baltimore? Suit up for the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just.
1: He ain't even. I I know know it's not
0: gonna happen. Yeah, he don't even got Steeler's DNA. I'll be honest, bro. We'd change our DNA for that man. And on top of that, he knows that he knows we got weapons. (laughs) We'll definitely we we know how to draft. We'll get you your weapons,
1: weapons y'all got.
0: Name one receiver they got that's better than Deontay Johnson. Chase Claypool will go there and be there one. George Pickens can go there and be their I, one.
1: I just – I mean, y'all don't have a number one receiver to me. Pittsburgh does not have a number one receiver to me.
0: In comparison to out, outside of
1: – Y'all have better receivers than Baltimore, absolutely. Yeah, by a mile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm not debating that. I'm just saying y'all don't – I think Pickens is going to end up being y'all number one receiver, but he just got to he gotta mm-hmm. prove it. He got to show it. Um,
0: he shows me hints of Hines Ward when I watch him play.
1: I think he I – I, I think he going to be – I think he can be – than Hines Ward. I hope he can be greater than Hines Ward. Oh, you and me
0: both. <laughs> God. So, <laughs> something Hines about Ward him was, dependable, but, was just in Pittsburgh. I, I don't know I don't, what it is. I don't, I
1: don't, I don't like Hines Ward deserve to go to the Hall of Fame and I'm going to talk about that later on in the show because mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to talk about the the 23 Hall of Fame class. Um, the finalists for it. But and Hines, and Hines Ward is one of the finalists. One of the uh, 129 finalists. Hines Ward deserve to go to the Hall of Fame. But this receiver like him that used to piss me off because he don't he ain't do nothing special. He he was consistent. He just ain't do nothing special at all.
0: You know what's crazy? He is the football version of like Tim Duncan.
1: Yes, yes. I agree with that. Mm,
0: yeah. Because
1: very, very res- re- very respectable. Like mm-hmm. you, you gotta you gotta guard him because if not, he'll torture you. But he don't got explosive speed. He's he doesn't got like like he's not like a flashy player. He's just gonna catch the ball and and do his job and then go to the sideline. Like he it's 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 very it's very vanilla with Heinz Ward. So I never mm-hmm. like I never liked him. I appreciated his game, but I never I thought his game I thought his game was just boring.
0: Yeah, he brought it between the hashes, different than almost any receiver. You know, better yet. He's a 1970s wide receiver who played in a different era. He could have played with Stallworth and those boys that we had back in the 70s when we had the steel curtain defense and all that. Easily could have played on that same team. Went out there, wore, wore 86, and wouldn't have looked any different. Yeah. Yeah. Now, where... I really, what I what I really like about Hines is that even when he got older, and you knew we were about to go to Santonio San Holmes and those guys, you still knew there was a spot for him in that receiving core. Even though it was no longer as the one, where he got bumped down to the two, and then from the two to the three, you still kind of knew there was a spot for him. And the fact that the Steelers were Good enough in the play call to make sure he got catch number 1,000. I'll always remember that play. Little little bouncing screen, double screen, right around, little hook screen. Something that we then ran for Antonio Brown's ass for like six years. Underneath cut through. It's just what it is. I've always loved Hines for that. On top of that, I want a wide receiver that's going to block, and Hines Ward is going to do more than block. He's going to He's going to take a guy out.
1: Look, hey, can we get off Hines Ward? <laughs>
0: like, yo. Yeah, you about Pickens, to have me over
1: here, fanboying. Pick,
0: pick, Pickens, Pickens, Pickens he can be, be as good as he is, as good no, as he Pickens,
1: was. No, Pickens should be better than he is, if you ask me. I think, I think when I see Pickens, I'm like, I'm not saying this is who he is now, but I'm saying Pickens, to me, he, I'm like, if I could get like a, uh, a DK Metcalf type of receiver, a Dez Bryant type of receiver out of Pickens. That's what that like. That's what I'm looking at because of his build, his frame. Uh, like he 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 big and solid. He's strong. Like like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to like give him go routes and, and go and go get the ball. You know what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying he got to be as good as DK or, or or whatever. I'm talking about like his play style.
3: Yeah. And
0: that I'm, I'm really high on. Like, okay, I, I, I like to go back when we draft players, I had like to go back and kind of like watch some of their college games. And going back and watching what he was doing to SEC corners, he's a fucking bully. I mean, he comes off the ball with intent to kill. I haven't seen a wide receiver get out and block like that. Damn, honestly, since Hines, like back on this engage with it. Way. No, I'm just saying engage and love it. Wide receivers hate blocking. They rather on run plays. They rather stand there and talk to the corner.
3: They don't want to engage. I'm dealing. We, we deal with that as far as coaches in the youth game. We deal with that already. Don't know why receivers want to block. How did we get here? He I wants to. We, I thought. How did we get here? I thought we were talking about Baltimore. I don't know. You brought it up.
1: Oh no, you said uh, you said that y'all. Oh, got it was about we got weapons. we
0: got yeah we got more weapons. If, if, if Lamar's a free yeah, agent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now granted, players who play for the Steelers don't go and sign with the Ravens, and players that play for the Ravens don't go and sign with the Steelers. That's that's like you don't do that. It's just something that don't happen. We don't. Our, we're, we're rivals, and we almost we have no shared players from that that I know of.
1: And yeah, fuck that. Whoever given the bag, that's where you go at. Yeah,
0: I mean now nowadays, I think it's more about you know getting your bread, especially since you aren't you aren't getting the bread from your cheap ass franchise. Baltimore not gonna
4: let him go. Who did everything
0: they could to not give you a chance to see. And you just told them, hold my beer.
1: Now ba- but I agree, Corey. Baltimore ain't gonna let them go. Um Baltimore not gonna let them go. But what Baltimore has done is they the price has been raised, has been raised like today, like yesterday's price is not today's price. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a fact. You know what I mean? So like the Ravens are gonna have to cough up more money than they wanted to before. And it's all because it's all because they was trying to lowball them beforehand. Before the mm-hmm. you, th- started.
4: you think they will learn by now, but I guess not.
1: You think they would have learned from the Cowboys doing that shit.
4: Yeah.
0: hmm You think they would have also learned from Washington not wanting to pay, and they still to this day don't have a quarterback. But it is what it is. Um and speaking of quarterbacks, Mike, we're going there. <laughs>
1: I know where you about to go, but hold up. I just want to say, I just want to mm-hmm. say, their teams, there te- are like you know, teams have identities, like Steelers. Like the reason why I say, like, this, like if Lamar, if Lamar Jackson was a free agent, the Steelers wouldn't sign him. He don't fit the Steelers mold. The Steelers have a certain culture. They have a certain identity. Um, now I bring that up because you mentioned Washington talking about they still don't have a quarterback. Washington has never had a quarterback in their history. They have never had a good quarterback. I can't can you name like one good Washington quarterback? They
0: drafted Danny Warfel. Um but, <laughs> that was but,
3: terrible. But, um like Corey,
1: can you can you name like can you name like a quarter a good quarterback that Washington has had?
4: I mean Doug Williams was all right, wasn't he? Who? No, Doug he Wooden? just won a Super Bowl. That's no. the only thing. Oh, okay, he got no. for. Okay, so that's all I don't no, know what but he, I said. He's yeah,
1: a Doug, black trap. D- D- okay. Doug, yeah, Doug Williams is overrated. Doug Williams, he, they give him the the credit as being the first black quarterback to win the Super Bowl, but most people don't know Doug Williams did not start that Super Bowl. Uh-uh. He didn't start. He came in as a replacement. Like Doug Williams was on the bench. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So, so I don't. Is Doug Williams in the Hall of Fame?
0: I swear, I'm about to check that right now. If he's in the Hall of Fame, we, we're, we're I'm I'm taking all disrespect from Draymond Green
4: away. Um, <laughs> if it was the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh no, I got one. No, and this is a long time ago. But I didn't I didn't realize he played for them. But Sammy Ball, Sammy Ball is like the the one quarterback that played for Washington. That was like, and he's like a Hall of Famer. That was yeah. that was some in, time in ago. Sammy Ball. This was the – when did ball play for that? Oh, no, 30s. Damn. 37. (laughs) Okay,
0: he's in a Hall of Fame, but not the Hall of Fame.
4: He's not in the Hall of Fame?
0: He's not in the Hall of Fame, but he is in the National Quarterback Club um, Hall of Fame as of June 12th. And that was back in 2021.
1: What auxiliary group is that?
0: <laughs> That's what I just said, bro. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know what that is, but
3: yeah. and actually, doesn't he coach Central State? Who? Doug Williams.
1: No, I think Doug Williams is an executive for uh, Washington.
0: No, he's a football coach. Oh, he is. Mhm. I, I
1: remember I remember seeing him up in the press box with Snyder and and, and uh what do you call it? Maybe maybe he he's doing something up, uh, now but um Yeah, I'm
0: I'm about to pull him up now, but I swear to God, he coaches.
1: But it's no it's no surprise like it's no surprise Washington doesn't have a quarterback because they've they've never had a quarterback like their mo- the best quarterback they've had recently is RG3. We know who, how that turned out. Mhm. So if you go after if you go after RG3, you're talking about Kirk Cousins. Um and then you're talking about um
4: Alex Smith for a
1: little bit. You're talking about Kirk Cousins, then you're talking about Alex Smith, then you're talking about uh, Heineke, then you're talking about uh they had Haskins, uh R I P to him, they had Haskins for a little bit. Um uh who's their quarterback? Oh, Carson Wentz now. Um,
3: Joe Theismann. Arjun,
1: Joe, Arjun, Joe Theismann. That's the quarterback that they've had. That's the one quarterback that they've had.
0: And it's sad that his only real highlight I can remember is the is one Lawrence that you Taylor. actually reenacted in our dorm room, which is jacked up and hilarious at the same time. So when Lawrence
1: Taylor hit him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and
0: like that, whenever, like whenever I, I like talk about you, I think about that moment a lot. And I'm like, bro, that was about the funniest jacked-up moment we've ever had as friends. It was funny, and it was jacked up at the same time. Look, and on top of that, little, little nugget. I know a lot of people may know this. Some may not. But when Alex Smith got hurt, it was the same leg on the same field, on the same down distance,
3: against the same team, Damn. on the same calendar day. That's freaky. Hmm. I ain't ever about to be no quarterback in
1: Washington.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's That's a few. Me. Ooh. You know what? I, I I I wanted to play a game right now, but I'm a I'm gonna postpone that to later because I really do want to talk about this while I was, while I was still top of wait, top of wait, mind.
1: You want I know I know what you want to go to. So so the, hmm? I guess let's just jump right into it. All
0: this right. This is a big deal. Thursday night. Uh, you, should I was, probably,
1: you should probably start on last Sunday.
0: Yeah. That's actually the best place. So week three. Offense quarterback Tua takes a shot, goes out with a concussion, comes back in and finishes that game. Mistake number one. With all of the CTE And everything, you don't let that guy
3: come back in that game. Let alone Thursday. Four fucking days. Not even full days. You trot him back onto the field. RG3 style. And feed him to the goddamn wolves. Now, I've As a coach
0: now, I have to save my players from themselves and I see it. I understand wanting to play it. I understand wanting to be out there, wanting to ride with your boys. I get it. But sometimes you got to live to play another down, not this one. Tua shouldn't have been on the field. He should have been out for at least two weeks. If that is who you are hitching, The future of your franchise, too. You do that. And if not, you don't jeopardize not just this man's future in the league, but his life was in your hands, Miami. And you almost fucked that man. If it wasn't for the fact that they got him to the hospital as fast as they did. Because what I saw on that field, the hit wasn't the problem. It was the fact he was out there in the first place. Because the hit was average. The hit itself was average. We see that hit every game, multiple times in the game. Nothing odd about the hit. What was different was that you had a player with a brain injury on the field taking that hit. And what I saw after he took that hit scared the holy hell out of me. As a coach, as a former football player, and as a father now, scared the holy hell out of me. Because all I could see was a coach who I'm trusting my son to allowing him to do something like that. Or even one that I played for, doing something like that. I got concussed in high school my sophomore year. I missed the next two weeks. I was good
3: to go after one. Coach Blaylock was like, sit down. You're, you're, you're not touching a blade of grass until I say you're ready. And
0: I appreciate him for that. Because had I gone back out there, I probably would have been concussed again. That would have been the end of it all. So thank you, Coach Blaylock, if you are listening. Thank you. Now, with Tua, when I saw his hands
3: do the little stroke, the stroke thing, Part of me said that's it for the season. If
0: that's me, if that's if that's my quarterback and I'm riding or dying with him, I'm done for the year with him. That's it. I ride with whoever the backup is, and if I'm Miami, I just look in the draft at this point.
3: But to get to the punishment side of things, those coaches should be fined, and whoever is over medical fired.
1: Corey, what you think, yo?
4: So, I agree a lot with what Killer said, except from the standpoint of, I don't think the coaches should be fined, only from this standpoint. Like, Killer, everything you said, you know, you understand, and we all understand you want to go out there and and you want to put your, you know, you want to go out there and play for your team, for your teammates, and... I'm pretty sure I don't I don't know the Dolphins protocol, their process like no concussion protocol, medical protocol, but I Tua had to have passed some tests to be able to touch the field in the first place. Like we all can agree with that. But and this is why I don't blame the coaches. And I blame more so the medical. Even if Tua passed all of his tests, like, he passed his medical protocol with flying colors. It has come out now that players have talked about now that even players who still have concussions are able to pass concussion protocol. Like, even if you feel good and you convince yourself, yourself you're good, or, and some players don't, didn't even, don't even know they have concussions, and yet they're still able to pass concussion protocol. To me, that's more of an indictment on medical more so than coaching because if i'm a coach and i say hey my guy passed all his his medical he he passed all his tests he should be good to go right then killer if you're the doctor you say yeah he passed all his tests but he's under my care and i think it'd be best if he sat out for at least a week or two especially if you're playing on a short week like if if you doing even if you want to say okay they're playing again uh next sunday okay it's touch and go we'll see but on a short week definitely not like that's where i say even if the coaches say want him to play that's when the medical team have to say no because a medical doctor in this situation should overrule the coach because that player is under medical under that doctor's care so to me I'm sure the Dolphins went through their typical protocol with how they go about concussions. And, but also I think this is also, we're all a little bit culpable in this. And I'm, when I say, all, I don't necessarily mean us three specifically, but I'm talking about the people that talked up that Dolphins, um, that their game on Thursday against the Bengals. When they, when they hit the field on Thursday, what media outlet was talking about Tua and the Dolphins and their concussion protocol? What outlet did we hear mention uh, or, or question if Tua was ready to play or not or if Tua should play or not? I don't know about you all, but I didn't hear one person from Fox, CBS, ESPN, ABC, NFL Network. I didn't hear not one person come out and say, Tua should not be playing this game on Thursday. I didn't hear not one. So I say that to say all of us again not three not the three of us specifically but all of us who are fans of this game, watch the game, cover the game. I think this was this was a lesson for a lot of people that sometimes like human error is a real thing. And when you're dealing with something like this, I think now going forward a lot of people are going to be more mindful about more mindful about the health and safety of the players and credit to the nfl the concussion rate in the nfl now is drastically dropped compared to what it used to be but i think what happened this past week is just a sign of in terms of like the the human element of things we still have a ways to go and i think like i said a lot of people will learn from this and i said in my opinion ultimate culpability goes on the dolphins medical team and, and and whoever whoever oversees that i put more emphasis on them than i do necessarily the coaches but that's my opinion
1: Killer, I, I want i want to be uh I, I want i want to be clear so i want you to be clear when i ask you who who whose fault are you blaming
0: I go medical staff first, coaching staff second. I still believe a part of that does hit the coaching staff. And then also on Tua on third. So it does kind of go there in that order. Medical staff could have stopped it all. Coaching staff could have still held out. You have a serviceable backup. I say you run him on a short week, especially when you're talking about a brain injury. And then third, Tua as well. Because if you don't want to go out there, you don't have to.
1: OK, so let me so let me paint a scenario and I'll get to I'll get to, you know, a point.
3: But let me paint a scenario. Right. So. <clears throat> OK, so. You got a player. That's injured. He passes all the tests. You ask him if he's good. He says he's good. What do you do?
2: You let that guy run, of course.
3: You you put him back on the field, right? Yeah. Corey, you agree?
4: If everybody says he's good, then no, yeah. No, like-
1: no, not everybody. Not everybody. If if he passes the if he passes his test, if he passes his concussion test. Mm-hmm. That That is performed by that's performed by the medical doctors.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you you ask him how he's feel, how he feels. He says he feels good. You give him the finger test. He's following your finger. Everything seems to be in order. He's not dizzy. He's not dizzy in, anymore. Like, like he like he was when, you know, when he had that neural reaction on the field. He's not he's not, not you know. He's not, you know, like fumbling around and, and, and you know, he's not tripping over himself. Like he says, I feel fine. And he passes mm-hmm. all his tests. What do you do?
4: And this is after I've consulted with a doctor, too, right?
1: You are the doctor.
4: Oh, if I am the doctor. Uh.
1: He passes all of his tests. He passes all of his tests. He, pa- he He goes through the protocol the way that the way that it absolutely should be. He tells you that he feels fine. Like, you ask him, you know, do you remember what happened? Yes, I remember what happened. Uh, Do you feel dizzy? No. Can you follow my finger? Sure. Uh, He does all the tests. Everything is good. He says he feels fine. You, now you, the doctor, have to report to the coaching staff to have passed all his tests. Said he feels fine. Wouldn't you, as the doctor, recommend that he go back out there?
4: Me being me on a short week, no, I wouldn't. If if now if we if we just if we're specifically talking like a concussion or what we think could have been a concussion, me he being on the safe, he, s- wasn't, he wasn't
1: diagnosed with a concussion um before this before the Thursday game.
4: Okay, We just just looking at how he looked, the way he walked off the field, I probably would have said no. If like if the game was on a Sunday, I I probably would have cleared up Thursday. No, that but that's just me being me.
1: Okay, okay, that's fair. The reason why I bring that up is because I don't think this is the coach's fault. I don't think this is the Dolphins organization's fault. The doctor the, the doctor that worked on it that got fired, I don't think it's his fault. I, this is the fault of the NFL. They are the ones who, had, who put the protocols in place in the first place. He passed the protocols that the NFL put in place, and those protocols, as it turned out, are not enough. Which is why they immediately made changes to it. This is the NFL's fault. The doctor, the doctor that worked on Tua, yeah, he got fired because somebody had to take the fall for it because because of it was an ugly sight. So yeah, the doctor got fired. But that's to make that's to make the public feel good about what happened. My thing is, what if the doctor did exactly everything that he was supposed to do? And he said, hey, Tua passed all the tests. He good
3: to go, and Mike McDaniel's the coach put him put him out there. What do you do? You follow you followed the rules. You followed the rules. The
1: NFL has stated these are the protocols. The NFL has stated if he passes these
3: protocols, then he's good to go So, Killer, what do you do?
1: Cause, and the reason why I'm asking you, Killer, is because you didn't put any blame on the league at all, which is entirely unfair.
0: You know, and as you were making your point, it was something that, honestly, I really didn't put much thought into, that angle of it. So, I would call it more oversight than anything on my side, but... Because, because, yeah, yeah, it, the, the NFL does definitely need to take some culpability here. And once you said it, I was like, damn, that was political as fuck. Because, okay, damn, we made a mistake at the top. Okay, start looking down the ladder. Who can we blame? Which is basically kind of how it sat. And I was like, well, damn, that's exactly how that shit happened. So,
1: now, 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 I will say, hold on before you get in your bag, what I will mm-hmm. say is that. I am not absolving the organization of blame. They, they, ha- they are a part of the blame, and the reason why they are a part of the blame is because they did some sketchy shit. when Tua came back after, after, uh, after the injury in the, in the, in the, in week three, they fucked around and said it wasn't a head injury; it was a back injury and everybody anybody who watches football know that that was a head injury. So mm-hmm. the Dolphins did some fishy shit. <coughs> Dolphins did some fishy shit. But so so they they are just they are just as much to blame as the NFL, but the NFL is definitely at the forefront of the blame. Definitely. And 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 my, and here's my thing. They can, like the the Dolphins or the NFLPA, that's who who it was, the NFLPA, he can fire, they can fire the trainer that worked on Tua all they want. That doctor did not lie to to, to the Dolphins organization. That doctor did not sit there and and say that he was good to go unless, like, like if something was wrong with Tua, the doctor isn't gonna say he's good to go unless his superior tells him to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, like there's a there's a fall guy. The doc the doctor is the the doctor that worked on him is the fall guy. But somebody either either he had a concussion and they knew he had a concussion, and somebody in the organization was like, hey, we need to win this game. Like, like, yo, we need to win this game. Like, we hey him out here. Like, how can we get him back out there? So, so so, somebody could have been like like approaching the doctor like that and could have kind of like insinuated that the doctor needed to like say it was something else to get him back out there. But that's somebody else telling the doctor to do that. That's superior. You get what I'm saying? True. I, I find it hard to believe that a doctor is just going to lie and say oh yeah, he good to go knowing that he not. I find that hard to believe unless the
0: doctor got bets on the game or something. And even then, is your career worth it? Like yeah. losing it at that point, lying, lying to that extent—is your career really worth yeah, it? Yeah, you feel me?
1: Like, like ain't nobody about to, ain't nobody about to willingly, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, just uh, fuck off on their school
0: like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody
1: <laughs> about to willingly just be like, all right, you know? what I mean, fuck my credentials, you know? And my family
0: and name's was, been sullied,
1: yeah, ain't, ain't nobody about to, ain't nobody about to just be, uh, be voluntarily voluntarily criticized like uh, you know what I'm saying like like so that's what I'm saying the doctor is the fall guy i ain't saying the doctor shouldn't have been fired what i'm saying is the nfl they they owe the public and they owe Tua and his family response. just just the the fact of responsibility <coughs> they they owe they owe Tua that the, the nfl the nfl put the put the rules in place if he passes all the rules Regardless of how he's feeling, if he passes all the rules, he good. Tua could have passed all the rules with a he could have passed all the protocols with a headache. He still passed all the protocols. Mm. So the NFL the NFL gotta take some culpability. That's that's all that's all I'm saying. And and that's why that's why I'm surprised not neither one of y'all mentioned the league as being as being like at fault.
0: Yeah. I, I just think it was more like I said. I, me and Corey, we kind of looked at the cake for the, with the frosting, and we're paying more attention to the frosting. You actually cut a piece out, so you saw what this cake was really made of. You you dug a little bit deeper than we did. So on that, and it now I can't speak for Corey on this, but it definitely opened my eyes a bit to like, damn, that's another angle. Like, if I'm the NFL, why do I need to take the fall for you? I'm the and NFL. He,
1: and here's the and here's the fucked up thing. Here's the fucked up thing. Tua could have CTE down the line from this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a fight for the NFL to take care of him. You see, mm-hmm. you see how much of a fight it was for all of the old players to uh to try to get money um to try to get money taken care uh to try to get money for for them to, for the NFL to take care of their condition. Y'all see how how hard that was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yo.
0: That's if I'm doing. if I'm Tua, I'm going right to my league rep, and when that next collective bargaining agreement is ready for um renegotiation, if I'm still in this league, oh, first thing I'm doing is going for medical benefits,
3: and then, and that next um collective bargaining, that's the first thing I'm going for. Now,
0: it, all the news that we got for y'all, today, it, it ain't all bad news. You know, Mike's favorite time of year just rolled around. Sure did. It is NBA season, ladies and gentlemen. True. And we got preseason. Sure is. Y'all know what preseason means? Basketball. Everybody Basketball. can get their hopes Basketball. up except for the Pistons. Hey, uh, Jaden look. he
1: looked good. He looked good.
0: Uh, yeah, but the Pistons are still a couple years away. In our division? They're
1: not, they not going to be horrible, though.
0: Yeah. And are, their records not their records not going to reflect how talented they are. Yeah, exactly. Them in Orlando, their records are not going to um, show just how
3: talented they really are. That's just how I look at them. I think Orlando has a really good roster, just like Detroit. But
0: Detroit's is too young. Now they could, I ain't gonna say they go they could pull a Phoenix, but they could very well pull a Memphis.
1: What you mean, pull a Phoenix?
0: Be young and just rip through, make the postseason and put out the team that just won it and all that. Like, I don't see them pulling a Phoenix, but they they can definitely pull a Memphis. It's not out of the round.
1: Detroit got, a, got the potential to be in the playing game. Mm
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. They,
3: they, if they play Charlotte in seven games, I think they'll win two.
1: I don't. I don't know about Charlotte, man. I I don't know. I think I think Charlotte going to decline. Um, the loss of Miles Bridges is gonna uh, is gonna really impact them.
0: Yeah, Miles Bridges is stupid.
1: I mean, he is stupid, but the man the man is a talented basketball player.
0: That's a team full of people who make bad decisions. <laughs> like, only person, only person on that roster that made a good decision. And I'm only saying this. Because he's technically robbing that franchise, but Terry Rozier is the only person on that team who's made good decisions.
1: Well, you mean decisions where he ain't got in trouble?
0: No, in general, yeah. But
1: La- Lamelo ain't made no decisions where he getting in trouble?
0: No, nah, not where he's getting in trouble, but personal life-wise, yeah, he made some questionable calls. Same thing with P. Was it P.J. Yeah, same thing with P.J. Washington, yeah, bro. You made some questionable calls. What
1: what Lamelo do? He ain't
0: made no of <laughs> life calls. What you talking about? His his IG is hilarious. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Just take a look at what Brevin doing doing through
4: his IG. I was about to say normally when Killer or stuff like this, I got to do a quick Google.
0: Yeah. yeah I, you know something that I don't, man. <laughs> yeah, I um I follow those sectors of YouTube. I'm just gonna leave it at that. It is hilarious, by the way. But yeah, that's why I said. But Terry Rozier, he's the only one that makes good decisions, but I can see them regressing and it mainly is because of the loss you were talking about before. You don't lose that kind of talent and be a middling team with him and then still maintain your standing. Especially if there's teams who are younger than
3: you who just got that much better.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, yeah, Charlotte, I think, I think I really do think I was going to be I really do. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be
0: honest. They still got P.J. Washington, right? Uh, I thought. P- yeah, P.J. still there from what I know. Let me just check. Not a fan of P.J. Washington. Yes. Yeah, I'm
1: not a fan of P.J.
0: P.J. Washington. He the one that got trapped by that girl that's like our age, Brittany Renner. Brittany Renner. Yeah. 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 I was like, bro, come on.
1: Nah,
0: I Chill. feel bad for him. I feel bad for him, yo. I don't feel bad for no man who literally saw that coming. Like, you had to have seen that coming. Like, you are not an attractive dude. Like, you had to have saw that coming. <laughs> God, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Just saying. It, I'm just saying, bro, we oh. all got a cousin that looked like this, and he ain't pulling no Brittany Reynolds, okay? <laughs>
1: everybody like, know, everybody know, like, you know, when you dating on that level, it's really only for – it's like a celebrity thing. It ain't really got to do with how cute somebody is.
3: I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. If if Brittany Renner is good enough to pull a basketball player, you don't have the first one's baby. Like, P.J. Washington is going to be a role player at best in his career – you don't Man, role just. players need the, love too. Kill a damn. I'm not, I'm just saying, but <laughs> if you're her and you had nothing tying you down to anybody else, you may make that layup. He's your layup. But at least shoot a free throw. Like, you know what I mean? She could have done a little bit better. On the same roster, you definitely could have done. As she waited, two more weeks, guarantee she could have pulled Lamelo ball. <laughs> and if I and if I got my daughter, like this is uh, good thing I don't have a little girl, because I would tell her this. I look, if you give up and start messing with the upper echelon of dude like this, if you can get to his homeboy that's further ahead, do that. Oh my hey. Get yourself to the hey. best horse and win this race. Kill a gold
1: digger. <laughs> Kill a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's what this I- is. I Your choose to gold. look at it
0: as I'm setting my I'm setting my daughter up for success. Now, granted, I have a son, so somebody is going to be someone's daughter going to be hitching themselves to hitching themselves to him. I don't care so, how you want to look at it. You go. I got to prepare him to now be the best version of himself,
3: so he can get what he wants. Yeah, I don't care how you look at it.
0: I'm gold digging. <laughs> All right, I'm just not trying to pay no um no grown woman bills, even you, she is you my daughter. Whole,
1: you a whole, you a whole, you just the male version of Britney Renner.
0: Guilty.
4: Things <laughs> <laughs> you never expected to hear on Off the Sticks podcast. <laughs>
0: <man>. <laughs> Y'all just had an audio killer moment. Just, just <laughs> understand that, right? Y'all just had an audio killer moment right now.
1: I be trying to warn people because because like some of the people, some of the people that be listening to the show like. I'll get a phone call or I'll get a text and they'd be like, man, y'all, wow, this and third, blah, blah, blah. Mike, you be going off, blah, blah, blah. You and Killer be arguing and all that shit. And i will be like, yo, <laughs> this is like, this." I, I try to tell people, like, when people would be asking about, like, the pod and, oh, what kind of sh- what kind of pod y'all got, and this and the third, I'm like, yo, this ain't like no first take where, like, you know, we be saying off the wall shit to, to get clicks on YouTube and no shit like that. Like, i be trying to tell people, this is like picture you walking into a bar shop and all y'all do is talk about sports and video games. That's, That's what the fuck this is. The conversation, we don't know how it's going to go. It mm-hmm. might go left, and it might stay left. Trust and believe The entire show. We
3: We've plan- had
0: shows that done it.
1: We ain't plan it.
0: <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> and, We've had shows and, that have done it, though. And, and look, and definitely look, done it.
1: What the public don't know, we got at least we got at least <laughs> Seven or eight hidden episodes that have never oh. been aired.
0: And boy, when they ever, if, if they, they ever if see they the ever light get, of day, if
1: they ever get, leaked, oh my god,
0: sweet god, yeah, I, yeah. I tell you right now, I better be so deep in my career that that company can't survive without my black ass. If not, I am fired. Yo, <laughs> no.
1: all right, so we got damn, I, damn killer. You did, you did the damn thing today. We got some extra time.
0: Yeah, a lot of it. No, I'm getting better. That's no, getting I what? So today, I, 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 this is, I left practice tonight. Practice? Yeah, football practice. practice. So Coaching, yes. Yeah. Pra- you damn skippy. So, I left practice. I stood right outside my car talking to some other coaches. I said, like, you know what? I had a damn good day. I had a good day today. Did, did y'all have a good day? Like, I had a good day today. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's all right. My day was normal. (laughs) I I hate to burst your bubble. My day was normal.
0: No, I mean, it's not like anything, like, special happened, but I just kind of loved the moment I was in, and I don't get that feeling often, but damn it, that felt good today.
1: Look, well, hey, look, I'm glad you enjoyed your day. shit. Everybody (laughs) deserves to enjoy their damn day. Yeah. I was like, damn, I be out here lifing. That shit Ain't
0: lying, boy. Life kick you in the nuts hard. Show sure do, no socks. <laughs>
1: um, no socks. Hey, so what y'all man? What y'all got for what y'all got for the for the NBA season coming up, man? Who y'all who y'all think about to make some noise, man?
2: Oh boy,
4: this is tough. Just because. Well, to go back to um one of our previous episodes of off the sticks going back to the Milwaukee Bucks and how much the playoffs might have changed if um chris middleton had played how that that how that could have you know spelled the difference in that matchup with with Boston, I like milwaukee i'm not conf- i'm not I'm not confident enough to say I think they'll go all the way but I think Milwaukee is going to be on like a redemption type of run this year. I can see them being like on a redemption type of run, especially in the postseason. Um, Golden State's going to be interesting this year. Um, Boston, just out of everything that's going on, they're going to they're going to have a lot of eyes on them and see how they perform. Um, I've already said it. My Lakers. If Westbrook's on the team, this whole thing. I don't think we're gonna do much. That's just I may be just a pessimistic fan, but that's just where I'm at right now.
1: I don't know why y'all hate Russ.
4: I don't hate Russ. I'm just so sour on how he played for us this past season, and it just kind of got me like. And like I know he 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 did all right yesterday preseason game, but it's like you know I, I have to see well. I, I want to see what Darvin Ham does, how our sets and, and how we play is going to look. It, it's got to be better than what Frank Vogel had us doing last season. It's got to be better. Um,
1: let, me offer, but, let me offer you a new perspective on Russ, right? Please do. Has Russ ever been a shooter in his career? Has he ever been a knockdown
4: shooter? No, not really.
1: So why was you why was y'all surprised when he couldn't shoot? It's almost, it was. it's almost like it's almost like y'all, it's almost like Lakers fans just disregarded what his career has been, uh, what his career has been made of, like how his career um, has played out, and what his talents are, what his talents are, and what his skill set is. It's almost like the Lakers disregarded that, and was like, because he played for the Lakers, and LeBron <laughs> needs shooters, he gonna he gonna be good at shooting now. And it's like,
4: no, no, no that's where you're mistaken. Is. No, that's what you're mistaken, Mike. It's not Lakers fans. Because if you if you got in a huddle with Lakers fans last season, we knew all of this was going to happen. Maybe not to this extent, but we knew all along Russ was not going to be a good fit for us. The problem is the front office and LeBron, LeBron clutch. LeBron. LeBron. They not
1: the front were, office, LeBron. Okay.
4: LeBron. He was hell bent on getting on having Russ on that team. And every Laker fan I know is like, "Yo, this is not going to work. Like, this is this is Russ and LeBron. That this is not going just stylistic. Forget, forget his 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 skills, his, his his shooting, whatever. Just the fact that Russ and LeBron, this is not going to work. All right, the fact that it just he just regressed so much. And also too, what what makes it worse, it's not even that." he wasn't and a great on court fit it's the fact that i don't think frank vogel had the i'll, I'll just say a, authority for lack of a better word to really say to really like bench russ or to really like stagger russ in a way that maybe he's not used to whether it be coming off the bench or playing in certain sets or whatever but it's like i just think everything that happened last year from the russ aspect was just a total disaster, like from Russ himself, from Frank Vogel, the head coach, to the front office, and, and to LeBron wanting this to happen. Like, this whole thing was just one big mess. And Lakers fans knew it was it wasn't going to work. We just didn't know it was going to be that bad. So I just want to say that, just been the Lakers fans, we knew it wasn't going to work.
1: Um. Okay, I'll give y'all that. Yeah, because Because I mean, everybody pretty much knew that that it was a bad fit. I just don't like how Russ had had one one season where like he was awful, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's trash, and everybody is acting like they don't want him. Like, I I I don't like that. Like, let's we're at a. I think I think I'm at a point now where. We got to start putting respect back on Russ's name, like like he he deserved that. like like Russ Russ is going Russ is going to the Hall of Fame. like, and it's he's and he deserves to go to the Hall of Fame. Um, I agree. I, I, I just I have a problem with people acting like he's all of a sudden a bum now. like oh. Russ Russ could go to. Um
3: let me see who Russ could go somewhere like hmm. Indiana needs a one.
1: No, they got Halliburton. And they uh, got Halliburton and then Buddy Hield is the two.
4: Yeah, they were all they were in talks. That oh. that trade really yeah, right. happened, which like, oh gosh. But, but all so, the got,
3: they all but got buddy Hill in that deal, I
1: think. My whole point is Russ could go some could go somewhere and make a team that we're not thinking about make them a make them at least a play-in team. But we're acting like Russ is like one of the worst players in the league. And it's like he performed worse than we expected, but let's be clear. On the Lakers last year, Russ is the only player that played for the Lakers that didn't take nights off. Like he gave you his heart every mm-hmm. night. We know, we know, AD ain't do that. <laughs> you know, um, you know, we Lebron getting older. Like Lebron, Lebron getting older. So it's not, it's not the same. He's not the same as it was, as he was before, as far as like taking so much command of a team and being able to take scrubs to a title or whatever.
0: Um, those days are done. <laughs> he ain't dragging uh, that kind of trash to, to the NBA Finals. Those days yeah. are done.
1: The only the only problem with Russ's game last year is that he literally he could he, he was bad at shooting the ball. That was his only fault, his only flaw. At well, bad at shooting the ball.
4: Well, I will say this though that Russ did have some questionable moments on the court. he had some questionable his his decision making on the court uh was not the best either
3: but and, it
4: never has been right but it's but it's like which makes it even more infuriating why they wanted him on that team in the first place but also i want to say this too like lakers fans they're a very they're a tough fan base to please Yes. because like right. if you remember LeBron
1: like i got y'all a ring and y'all still don't like him
4: well we like I'm him not. now but what I was saying, like when LeBron first got there, like you remember, people were putting on like putting up murals and things LeBron, welcome to LA. People were like, hell no. He, I know he did all that stuff in Miami, but he ain't done shit for us. No, until you do something for us, no, you got to earn that. And it's like, it's that. that's 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 how the Lakers fans are. Like, they don't care what you've done, how great you are. Until you do something here, then we'll embrace you. I'm just, and, I'm just but, saying,
1: I, I think it's ridiculous. But Lakers fans to not like Russ, but feel no type of way about Andrew Bynum. I, I like I think that's ridiculous.
4: well, I like think Lakers, the thing Lakers with
1: Lakers <laughs> fans Lakers fans have no opinion about Andrew Bynum. They are neutral, but they hate Russ. It's like dog
4: that what is are you fair about listen. Andrew, yeah, I mean, shoot. I can't explain it, but yes, Andrew <laughs> always heard Andrew Bonham. yeah, like I, I, it, it, he's he's just i I don't, I don't know, man. <sighs> I don't know. But also Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis has caught a lot of heat too with Lakers fans just like
1: as yes he should.
4: Yeah, and not not even just from like the from the heart standpoint, just even from a basketball standpoint like Anthony Davis, especially in the Lakers system and how the Lakers play, he would be so good if he played the five more often. But he doesn't want to play the five. He wants to go out on the wing and shoot all the damn time. Like, bro, You could be having so much more of a bigger impact on the game if you were even be willing to play the five at least half the time. Like half the time. Hey,
1: look, we tried to tell Killer that same thing we was in school. Killer was like, I'm tired of (laughs) playing down
0: low. (laughs) You know what?
4: After Killa's we like, graduated, we, we, had down
0: low. Yeah, we had a hoop
4: in forever. I remember away. that. I remember I that. I'll
1: be honest Killa with you. Killer wanted now. the ball on the da- damn perimeter. I'm like,
3: Killer,
0: you got on knee pads. <laughs> I developed that shot now. I can and will knock down that, that tray. If you give it to me, I'll knock it down. I went, I, I developed that shot.
1: Killer was. It, Playing in, in knee pads, talking about he want to be on the perimeter.
0: <laughs> Yo, and by the way, I've y'all, they seen... want knee pads. I had sleeves, they were different. Man, nah, <laughs> Yo, I've never they seen knee pads. An nah, no, 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 no. They, did, they didn't have the hole, they were sleeved. These were hey, whole sleeves.
1: Hey, Corey, look, you want to know the funniest shit? You want to know the funniest shit? Yeah, when we, was, when we was hooping and then. Killer, we we be hooping and Killer would get mad. And then when you gave him the ball, let's say he made like three shots in a row. Oh, Killer would look at you like it's game time now. Like it's over. <laughs> he would he would give you that he would give you that grin. he would give you that grin. And then he'd be running up the, he'd be running up the court like he goddamn Shaq. Like he about to dominate.
4: Killer, Killer make, had that green machine bash. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> killer was so funny on the damn
0: court i got the volume shooter badge too I, I have no problem putting that ball up there <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh shoot i
1: remember one time i remember one time killer hit a three and he ran up the court talking about some uh huh. I'm sitting here like
3: this. Nigga is feeling himself. <laughs> what the
1: fuck
3: is this? Oh god.
1: I'm like, what the fuck is this? He feeling himself hard. But yeah, mm-hmm. yo. Oh. boy.
4: Yeah, yo. yo yeah, we
0: still man. gotta play. We still gotta play your boys in that two oh. on two next time we all get to Winston. We got to. Hey, look.
3: We look, we got to. Like, you. You. you know, I'm I'm down
1: for a game, man. I'm down for a game. It's been a minute, but uh. But nah, so Killer, you understand why AD don't want to play down low. So explain it mm. to the people. All
3: right.
0: Playing the five, even in this NBA, it's extremely taxing on the body. I'm not gonna say hand denied. Cause when you are the biggest guy on the court, and typically whenever we I'm if not the biggest, I'm definitely one of them when we're on the floor. So people will come at like will bring their physical like they will be unnecessary with you <laughs> on the floor as the bigger guy. The hits you take are unnecessary as hell. So I get it. But to be honest with you, I believe if AD played the post more like Powell than the way he's been playing, he would be healthier and his game would translate better to fit what the Lakers truly need. What they need
3: is not Anthony Davis. They need him to be Powell Gasol. That's all they need. I mean, Now I can't get killer. Then I can't get that vision of killer out of my head. Hold
1: up, <laughs> I ain't gonna never forget. Hey Corey, I'm never gonna forget. We we it was Saturday morning and we was probably playing our third game. And this in this particular game, I was having an off game. Like for whatever reason, I couldn't hit nothing this game. And I remember, I remember killer took the ball. To the high post, and I'm sitting there looking at Killer like, Your big ass, get down on the block. I remember, I remember on the the next possession, Killer was like, Mike, give me the ball. I'm tired of being down low.
3: (laughs) Yo, that was the funniest shit. That was the funniest shit,
0: yo. Oh, I'll tell you that. that shit. Oh, man. Playing in the post, bro for extended periods of time, that shit's taxing. He said, give me, give me the ball. I'm tired <laughs> of playing Dale.
1: Look, he said this in the middle of a play.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh, man. Hey, that shit is funny.
4: Yeah, dude. All
1: right, so, Corey, hey, court, make a prediction, man. The Lakers, they going to the playoffs or not?
4: Oh, God. Uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll say maybe we'll get like the third seed. Maybe
0: the third.
4: Yeah. Third or fourth. Seed. <laughs>
0: the, the third. Yeah. They might play in game dog. Hey,
4: yeah, shoot. I'm, hey, was, stranger thinking, things have happened. I was bro.
1: thinking like the ninth. Uh, no, they will be third. And no, I different. think.
4: Just from a just from okay, just from a coaching standpoint, we'll be much better than last year, I think. Now Donaham health
1: has never coached a game.
4: I know, and that's an upgrade from Frank Vogel. Uh hey, that's so I, disrespectful. And just you know, look, I'm tired of Frank Vogel. Anyway, I now health health is a big concern. Goes you no know, LeBron, follow the time's catching up, AD stays hurt, so maybe I should say more like the seventh seed, maybe. I don't know. I'd say we barely make the playoffs. That's where I'm at right now. We barely make it. So you're going with seven? Because yeah, I'll eight, say seven. If you, if you say three, that's the top of the West. I know, but see, like, because I know we could we can play that well, but I've I've had to think about injuries and things like that. So that might be too, you know. I I'd say more like seven.
0: Y'all will finish third in your own division because you're not going to be better than Phoenix. You're not going to be better than the um, Clippers. Not this they year. Not, they need to get rid of damn division. <clears throat> Well, I understand why and it's for, you know, it gives you a reason to play those teams multiple, like four times because you play everyone in your conference, at least three division four. And that kind of helps with scheduling and the whole nine. So I understand why it's there. So I, I now, can't now get it's it. Different. Well, now, to be real now, with you, it don't even matter if you win your division. If you're not the one of the top 10 teams, you're not in it. So, yeah,
1: well, now it's different. Like even even the teams in your division, uh, you don't play all of them four times. Some of them, it's it's like a couple of them you play three times a year.
0: But you know, all, all your all your four time opponents are always going to be divisional opponents, is what I'm saying. So there's the there's a scheduling reason for it. But outside of that, since you're no longer using them for standings, you are taking top ten, and that's all. Then just roll top ten. Just roll with the conferences themselves. Do it like um was it soccer? Oh hell, just do it like college. One side, other side, let it ride. That could work. Mm Now um give y'all my picks this year, teams to watch. Um, I'm watching Sacramento. I think they're gonna make the postseason this year.
3: And I think Philly yeah, and I think Philly's gonna go to the NBA Finals. I'm loving what – Philadelphia is coming in this year different. Like, there's a
0: different feel to this team. Like, before they were trying to play up to a standard that they should have been meeting. This year, they're coming in pissed. And also, James Harden's coming in focused for the first time probably since that year they almost got there in Houston. Like, I'm seeing that level of focus out of James Harden. So So, – I'm looking at them. They've had their players who needed to mature, have matured. They kept pieces that they needed to keep, as far as like Maxi and um, Curry holding on to those pieces instead of letting them slide away, like they did with Robert Covington and um, Jimmy Butler and these other players that they had, where they could have built a real culture. They let those guys go, and now they basically had to repiece it together. I'm looking at Philly really intriguingly this year. And on top of that, it's also an MVP season. It better be if he has anything remotely close to what he did last year. That's your MVP right there. Embiid, oh, MVP. MB. Yeah, yeah, Embiid.
1: Embiid should have been the MVP
0: last year. Yeah, it should have been. <clears> like, <throat> when they gave it to Jokic the first year, I got it. The second year, I'm like, this feels very Steve Nash to me.
1: No, it felt very uh, James Harden, Gianna, Giannis, Giannis. Uh, you know, you remember that year when they was both going for uh, the MVP award.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was I think it was James Harden that won when Giannis really should have won. And then the next yeah. year they gave it to Giannis.
0: Yeah, they treating that bitch like an Oscar. Yeah. yeah, MVP is like an Oscar.
1: I want them to change the title though, because if we talk about the most valuable player, it's always going to be LeBron James. It's always he is the mm-hmm. most valuable player. Him and Steph Curry are the two most valuable in the league (coughs) every year. Like, every year they are the most valuable. Um, So I really want them to change the the name. Call call it the best season award or something. Uh, You know what I mean? Um,
3: Player of the year.
1: No, player of the year because there's never a year, there's never a year, in my opinion, where LeBron is not the best player. If LeBron is on the floor, he is the best player. Every
0: year, it's been. Like yeah, I mean, you can be, 000%. you can win, you can win Player of the Year, and not necessarily be the best talented player. You just had the best season, so that's kind of where that goes in Player of the Year, just that. Yeah, solid, Player of the Year, the most valuable player the season. Yeah, I can see that. Now, this value has a different connotation than just Player of the Year. That's one of the reasons yeah. why I like the NFL. They have the NFL MVP. They used to have offensive and defensive player of the year. And in many cases, the MVP doesn't even win the offensive player of the year for their same damn conference. But they were league MVP. And that's happened a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I get what you're saying. I would I would like that rule. That if they did their awards that way, I think that'll fit a little bit better into what they're into
3: kind of what we would like it to be.
1: Yeah, I, I know I get I get what you're saying. Um,
0: okay. We already got conference playoffs player of the playoffs or whatever. We can do the same thing for the regular season. Just give us conference player of the years.
1: All right, before I'm a, I'm gonna jump into into the NFL Hall of Fame real quick. Um mm-hmm before I do that, Killer, we both Bulls fans. I'm going to let you. What's what's your prediction for the Bulls?
0: Uh, If we get to the play-in, I'll call it a success. Only because we're coming in so hurt. Like, I haven't Lonzo.
1: Only got one one player hurt?
0: Yeah, I mean, but it's – Lonzo made a huge difference. And we really dipped when he went down. Now, granted, coming in without him is different than having him and losing him. We can agree on that, right?
1: Yeah, I think I think we'll be I think we'll be better. I think we'll be, I I think we'll be relatively the same as last year. Uh, I think IO because Alonzo being out, I think IO take makes a makes a jump.
0: I'm looking yeah, at and I yeah I am too. I I liked what he was able to do last year coming in while he was just spelling ball, but once he became that guy because he was out, and then we were also missing um on DeRozan for a period of time, so we just needed guards to step in. Yeah, so that, that worked out really well for us I can see us if Lonzo's all we lose and we both know that ain't going to be the case but if Lonzo's all we don't have I still have his top 6 8 at the lowest point I don't think we're going to be any lower than 8 but 6 will be right around where we play because I think on certain matchups we'll, we're favored we have favorable matchups like against New York I think we're going to be better than the Knicks but I think the Knicks are a playoff team like they're gonna probably finish right around where we will. But I think we're we're gonna be able to beat them.
1: Y'all wanna hear something crazy? What's up? I think
3: I think Boston. I think they're going to fight all of this shit. Hmm. I think they're
2: gonna defy the odds. They're gonna win it. Um,
4: they're gonna win this thing?
2: Uh
1: hate them. I mean, cause, yeah. They got Malcolm Brogdon.
3: That was a big pickup. That was a huge pickup.
1: Huge. Um, they still got Grant and Robert Williams. They got Gallinari. Uh, I think Gallinari going to miss most of the season because um, he his he ACL this summer.
0: I mean, they don't need him for anything but the playoffs.
3: They still got Marcus Smart. They got, uh, what's his face? Damn Boston
1: D. Yeah, I think, I think it's Aaron Aaron. Al Horford's Austin. still there too, right? Al Horford Al Horford's still there as far as I know. They got uh, Neesmith, who I think Neesmith was a rookie last year.
3: I'm about to pull them up.
1: Boston a Boston, and I know Corey, I know you you a Laker fan, I know you don't like hearing it, but Boston, Boston, uh they they deep. <laughs> they deep.
4: Oh yeah, I know.
1: The only the only question mark is coaching.
4: Yeah. And point guard <laughs>
0: for the most part.
1: Udoka. Oh
0: god. Oh no, and they, they fixed that.
1: God damn, man. That's near long, bruh. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna go.
0: <sighs> Yo, for now on I wanna when a um player athlete or someone and we know in our personal lives messes up really, really bad in a stupid fashion, we just gotta say that's near long, bro. Like we, we that, that's gotta be like what we say now. Just call it pulling an email. Pulling an email. <laughs> now you know what, bro? I'm just gonna call people when you mess up, I'm gonna shut up, you doka. I'm just gonna start calling people you doka. That sounds more Jesus like an insult. <laughs> and here's the
1: thing, I'm rooting for e baby. Oh,
0: yeah. You do ass.
1: If we if we fire Billy Donovan, I want him as as the next coach. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm dead I don't scared. think we're gonna fire Billy Donovan. Um, but yeah, if that now, if that comes around, and yeah, that'd be a great pickup. Now and I we've always you, took shit and made him the sugar anyway. I
1: gotta call you out. I gotta call you out about uh, Billy Donovan, killer. Because last week mm-hmm. you said Billy Donovan was a top five coach. You said that.
3: I said he was top
0: five.
1: Yes.
4: In you sure did, yeah, she yes, did, you did, killer. You
1: did, killer. You, you said Billy Donovan was top five, and I wanted to, I, I, I wanted to dig in your shit for that. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And, the, and I'm gonna tell you how I got brought up, cause I, we was talking about Ime Adoka and the situation that happened in Boston, and I was going off on him. You know, I was saying, you know, I hope he get, I hope he get through it and everything, but I was like, that's near long, bro. Like I always be saying, right? Boom. I said that that's a top 5 coach and we was talking we was talking about coaching I was like that's a top 5 coach you said I mean I would say that Billy Donovan got the same reputation that's exactly what you said I'm like hold on what the whoa, 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 whoa. wait what so now I'm going to give you this week to explain yourself
3: okay cuz I'm looking at I'm looking at the NBA head
0: coaches right now and pop we know Rivers, Kerr, Spo, Carlisle, D'Antoni, Scott Brooks, Scott
1: Brooks,
0: Budenholzer.
1: You talking about Scott Brooks, the the Thunder old coach? Hmm. He ain't he ain't top ten. Of, he ain't top ten.
0: Tibbs.
1: Tibbs is definitely top ten. Hmm. Eme. Eme top five.
3: Tyron Lue.
1: I think he overrated, but I think he top five. People be saying that he the best in the league. I disagree with you.
0: You know what? This one that a lot of people be forgetting about. He coached the Jazz. Nate McMillan, bro.
1: Nate McMillan's not
0: top five. He ain't even top ten. No, though. he's in the top. Nate McMillan's not in the top ten? In no. this NBA? Right now? No. Active head coaches? No. All Nate right. McMillan is not. So no. I'm looking at Thibbs, Monty Williams.
1: Monty Williams is, is top ten.
0: Carlisle. He top ten. Spo.
1: Top five. Spo is top two.
3: Mm-hmm. Kerr. Kerr's top three. And he is number Doc. Three. Doc Rivers is top ten. Pop. He
1: is number one.
3: Alright, so that leaves us two more slots.
0: Jason Kidd.
1: Jason Kidd. Ta- uh, <laughs> Uh, you know what? You know what? Here, uh, let me let me let me do it like this because I need to see it. I need to see it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I just typed in active NBA coaches, now, now, so that's every now. single coach.
1: Read it now. Read read me read me the coaches. All
0: right. Let's
3: All start. All right, we got pop. We got pop. Easy. Doc. Doc. Kerr. Spolstra. Carlisle. Would you put Mike D'Antoni on that list?
1: I mean, you, he's a coach, so I'm gonna just write him. I'm gonna just write his name down.
0: D'Antoni. Huh? You got Scott Brooks.
1: He who he coached?
0: The Wizards. No, As I check. Scott Ask Brooks
3: I, still I, the coach of the Wizards?
0: Yes. Yep. God damn.
3: All right.
0: You he should keep in mind Scott Brooks shouldn't have been fired in damn um, OKC.
1: They did it to keep to try to keep uh, KD, but that ain't work.
0: And they made the wrong damn move. They brought in a coach who couldn't control what was what they had, uh, and, and they, they lost the named, entire. Well, name, that's beside, but That's, up, that's a different those conversation.
3: Those?
0: Different. All right. Um, Mike Budenholzer.
1: All right.
0: Dwayne Casey.
1: Casey.
3: Nate McMillan. Probably my favorite coach name: Nick Nurse.
0: That's a cool name. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a sports name. We got, got Billy Donovan. Mm-hmm. Monty Williams.
3: Williams. Tibbs. Terry Stotts. You, you can, you can stop right there. Let me, how many
1: coaches is That one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you right now. Um,
3: pop pop is number one spo is number two kerr is number three Mm uh coach bud number
2: four
3: Mm. yeah
1: coach bud number four i'll put nick nurse or monty williams at, at number five i'll put nick nurse at number five Nick Nurse be coaching bad (laughs) Raptors teams and still be winning.
3: I'll put Monty Williams at number six. I'll put Tibbs at number seven. I'll put Doc Rivers at number eight. I'll put Rick Carlisle at number nine. Because of his offense, I might put Dan Tony at number 10. Because he is an, offense, he is an offensive guru. Mm-hmm. That's 10. I want to know how you, who you got Billy Donovan better than
1: on that list.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you can say stupid shit, right? I mean, no. It's, not, um, so it's here, here's the thing. No, I'd I be. <laughs> I, here's the thing. Guess,
1: uh... I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it was stupid, because it it is something that makes you think. I don't think Billy Donovan is a bad coach. But I wouldn't say that it's stupid, but when you said, but when you said top five, top ten is arguable,
3: but when you said top five, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, hold on now. I think, don't think you know what you're talking about this time. Yeah, that one, I, um, after I pulled
0: up the active list, I was like, oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 first, like, after I got to the first three names, and I was like, damn, I ain't even got to coaches who still win playoff series yet.
1: And, and, and I, I don't want to be clear. The only reason why. Ime Adoka, I did not put in the top five just now. is because he's not coaching. hmm But if Ime Adoka was coaching, I would put him above Coach Bud and uh, Nick Nurse.
3: So he'd be sitting there at four.
1: He'd be sitting there at four. <laughs> like, I don't know if you remember, but Boston was bad last year at the beginning of the year. And then it was like, they had they had that meeting with uh with Ime mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they just turned that shit on and it did not stop.
3: Emay knew them buttons.
1: Yeah, so that's that's kind of where I'm at with it and why I said what I said.
0: So you're definitely gonna go Boston to win it all this year.
1: I am going to say that Boston, yeah, is going to stall this year. That is that is my pick. Boston.
0: And even as a Bulls fan, a part of me does want to see it. I
1: like Tatum, dog.
0: Yeah. I, like I are not Duke
1: a yeah. what to do, but I like Tatum.
0: Hey after you get to the league, I give a damn where you played your college ball. <laughs> Cause I loved Blue All. Blue All Loved him. He definitely played for Duke. Yeah. All dang and he got knocked out by my cousin in one of those games too. Beautiful thing. Thanks, David.
3: Appreciate
1: it. Um, oh Yes, yeah, so I'm going to
3: say Boston. Who you got winning the whole thing? I'm going to take Philly. Injuries permitted, I'm going to take Philly. God, I don't want Philly to win.
0: I, I, I really I like I what they're like, coming I do into the show. Like
1: year. I do not like how James Harden screwed over um how James Harden screwed over
3: Houston Brooklyn
1: and um no Houston. How I, I, I don't like how James Harden screwed over uh Houston.
0: Oh, do he Houston, just gave up.
1: No, cuz Houston Houston hired a uh, uh, Paul was Paul Silas Jr. Mhm oh uh, I said Paul Silas I'm tripping I think it's Stephen Silas Steven Silas is that yeah. His name? I think yeah. 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 Stephen um, Silas. Paul Paul Silas' son is what I meant. Um. Yeah, Stephen Silas. Houston Houston hired Stephen Silas uh, Stephen Silas, and James Harden, and, and if you if you if you like if you like really think about it. Black entry-level coaches don't really get to coach superstars. Usually, they be, they coach a rebuilding team. Mm-hmm. He got hired to Houston, and James Harden was on the team. And James Harden was so adamant about not playing for him just because Daryl Moore was not there anymore that he came to camp on purpose, overweight. He was not in shape. He caused hell like Houston was horrible. Um, what you call it? He for he forced his way out to go to Brooklyn just to not win nothing there and get traded. I'm like, yo, you screwed over Houston and Steven Silas. Like, I ain't like that, yo. True, but I do love Joel Embiid. That, that's the that's the that's the thing. That's the that's the difficult thing about it. So, so yeah. But <laughs> all right, so we got. We got all right. So for the next like maybe ten or fifteen minutes, I'm about to run through um, this NFL Hall of Fame 2023 finalists list or whatever, and I want y'all to take on.
3: I, w- I want y'all to take on who is like who is worthy. Um, So where's where's the I think, I think it's like
1: 129. It's like 129 candidates or something like that. Sheesh. Yeah. But I mean, obviously the candidates going to be cut. They're going to be cut down. Right. Um. Oh, they did cut it down. They cut it down to 54 um semifinalists or whatever. So, uh, this oh, these are the senior, the senior uh, semifinalists or whatever. So I think this is their last time. Okay, Corey, I'm gonna give you some names. Mm-hmm. Clay Matthews.
3: Is that the the one that played for the Packers?
1: Yeah, Clay Matthews Jr.
3: Uh, I say no. Uh, Um, as a matter of fact, I might have a, I might have a better list. I have a. Um. Trying to find it. Hold on. Okay, all right. Here's the quarterbacks, okay? And you just say you just say
1: yes or no after their names, okay? All right. <laughs> Randall Cunningham.
3: Oh, man, that's close.
1: Oh, and I'm, and I'm just going to list off the quarterbacks right now. But Randall Cunningham.
4: I might say yes.
1: Okay, Jake DeLone. No. Jeff Garcia. No. Dave Craig. I don't know who that is. I don't know him either. Donovan McNabb.
3: <sighs> Hall of very good, not
2: Hall of Fame to me.
3: Steve McNair. No. You wouldn't put Steve McNair in the Hall of Fame?
4: I sh- I, just because, obviously, his career got cut short. And
1: okay.
4: It's cool. I just I can't. I just can't, no.
1: Okay. Killer, what about you? Did you hear the names?
0: Yes, I did.
1: All right. So, would you? So, Randall Cunningham, what you got? Yes. Jake DeLonge? No. Jeff Garcia. No. Dave Craig. No. Donovan McNabb. Yes. I will put Donovan McNabb in the Hall of Fame too. Steve McNair. Yes. Okay. Um. Now, so th- those are quarterbacks, running backs.
3: Sean Alexander.
2: No. No.
3: Mike Allstock.
4: Yes. That's a close one.
1: I said no. Uh, I said
4: no. I'm leaning towards no.
1: Tiki Barber.
4: No. No.
1: All right. Larry Sinners. He was a fullback.
4: Yes. Yes. I don't know who he is.
3: San Diego Chargers.
1: I, I said no. I said no, ladies. Um, Corey Dillon.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: I said no. Orc done.
3: Mm, no.
1: Yeah, I said no. Um, Eddie George. <clears throat> I said yes, to Eddie George. Mm.
0: You know what? It's one of those situations where the teammates in there. He's probably going to get some points for that. They probably might go in together. I'm going to go, yeah.
4: I think he should. I think that is George should.
0: Okay. Priest Holmes.
4: Nope.
1: Mm-mm. All right. Steven Jackson.
2: Hmm.
0: See, this is this is different because he had some very impressive numbers, but for a very short period of time. Yeah. I,
4: see I I can't, I, see I can't say. Yeah, I got to say no to. Didn't no impact, player, not enough of now Hall of Fame. Yeah,
1: should have been a cowboy. Just thought I'd pick that, up, uh, throw that out there. You remember when we were talking about
0: drafting Stephen Jackson? Actually, well, yeah. I look at. You know what? How many straight years of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Eight straight seasons of a thousand yards. And then of course he uh went to Atlanta and that was pretty much the death of him. Um sixty nine touchdowns. That's not bad, but typically on touchdowns for my running backs, I'm looking for a hundred total. You still 1,100 like rush guys. yards. Yeah, I'm just looking at it, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. leaning toward no. And this is because he doesn't meet some of the markers that I actually like for backs. All
1: right, what about CJ2K? Ooh. I said it, no.
3: It's weird because he's in the same
0: situation that, um, what your call, us in? Who's that um, Steven Jackson's in. Mm-hmm.
1: No, nah, not to me. CJ2K was never great to me. He had a great year when he hit 2,000 yards, but yeah. that was it.
3: Very impressive, but I think I probably lean towards no. Well, no. Okay. Vontae Leach. Yep. Who did he play for again?
2: San Diego. Okay. Uh,
3: uh, I'm leaning towards a no.
0: No love for the fullbacks on this show outside of me, huh? Yeah, nah. If,
1: <laughs> nah. Unless you was a fullback that was kind of like a tight end, which we'll get there because Dallas Clark is listed as a tight end, and he also played fullback, and I did say yes to Dallas Clark.
0: Yeah, Dallas, Dallas Clark doesn't get as much love as other the
1: top, tight ends. The top, two, the top two tight ends in the league for a long time was Jason Witten and Dallas Clark.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, But anyway, ain't done with the running backs yet. Uh, Here's an interesting one. This is the interesting one for me. Baltimore Ravens, Jamal Lewis. Damn. I had to say no, but I wanted to put him in. But I had to say no because he only was great for like two years.
0: Yeah, after that, he was pretty damn
4: pedestrian. But boy, were those two years amazing.
0: Hey, them
1: two years was fantastic.
4: If he had two more years, he would have been. He would been. If he had two more years, like those first two years, he would have been an easy also, Hall of Famer.
1: Didn't he also hit two thousand?
4: He set. He broke
0: a single game record, um, against Cleveland, and then went to play for him. But he eclipsed two K one year. Yeah, that was the same year he did it. Oh three.
4: Man, it's so crazy because it's like, man, like he was that Ravens offense. Like it was just him. Yup, it was just him. Gosh, man! And it's like for that alone, I would to put him in the Hall he, he of Fame.
0: Yo, he was, I he find was it like, so he weird. Was like The Bettis after Bettis. Mhm. Like I'm looking at him now, and Bruh, really only made one Pro Bowl. Talk
1: about Jamal Jamal Lewis.
0: Mhm. Yeah, yeah. But peep fine. his like his first year in the NFL. Thirteen hundred yeah. yards. That's a rookie.
1: That's why I had to say no, though, because I really liked his game, but I had to say no.
3: He only played ten years. Easily I mean, averaged a thousand yards a season. Yeah.
0: How many? It probably yards be no. Almost eleven hundred. He had ten six oh seven.
1: Eleven hundred or eleven thousand.
0: Eleven thousand. I mean, he almost had eleven thousand.
1: Well, he averaged a thousand yards for every year for his career,
0: and with fifty-eight touchdowns, and none of them coming in his final season. And keep this in mind: he also missed a full season as well. Yep. Like the two thousand one season did not exist for Jamal Lewis.
1: So really, so really, he averaged more than a thousand yards a season. It was because he got he got eleven thousand yards, or almost eleven thousand yards, in
0: nine seasons. in nine seasons. Oh. Yeah, see that that changes your own. Um, that changes how you look at them. Yeah, because we're talking about that's that's damn near twelve fifty. Like, and it's like, yeah.
1: why didn't he make? Why didn't he make it to more than one Pro Bowl? Like, who who was who? Other running backs with? Like,
0: Damian Tomlinson, this was Priest Holmes breakout. Priest Holmes um, only
3: had two years as well, though. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, but it happened around that same period of time.
1: Okay, I mean, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, let's see who else was in the AFC running. Well, anybody who played running back for the um for the Broncos was going to get you over a thousand. Um, let me think by division. You still had Curtis Martin, Curtis Martin, Cor- <laughs> Curtis Martin Corey <laughs> oh, Dillon, God. a young Corey Dillon, mind you. Um. Was my boy for the Browns back then, too. Who's the uh, Willie, Willie Green had some good years with um, Cleveland right around that time period? Jerome Bettis around that same time period as well. We're talking 2000 mm. like 2003. Jerome Bettis was still that guy, so the AFC had backs. So I can it's understand still... why it's only one, and the one he made was the 2000 yard season. Neither okay, how, the thirteen thousand yard years uh, or thirteen hundred yard years before.
1: This is what I'm gonna say about Jamal Lewis. I will put him in, but not as a first ballot
3: Like third um, no, that, that's serious.
0: cause I don't think he's yeah Corey, his what's impact so was his impact wasn't enough for
4: a second. yeah, I'm so I'm sorry, y'all, bro. It was today, on this day, that I discovered that there is a French basketball player with the last name, Ho You Fat. <laughs> and it is it, it yes. is spelled exactly like it sounds. The, the
1: last <laughs> name is Ho fat.
4: Oh, You Fat. Ho You fat, it and it's spelled exactly how it sounds.
1: <laughs> Holy.
0: Bro, I am not. At the- <laughs> I almost died laughing. I couldn't breathe for like 15 seconds. I was seconds.
1: not expecting that. All I heard was a random laugh. I'm like, what the bro. hell is
0: that? Laugh, I just I saw that. Like a- that
4: laugh happened like we did not know what we were just talking about. <laughs> oh <my laughs> bro, he just expected he <laughs> the chill. <laughs> oh, I just shit. saw that thing pop up on the screen. Like, what is that? I thought somebody like was talking about somebody. Like, oh no, that's a that's a man's name. Okay. Hold on, bro, if you put him and Young
0: Ho Koo. Cool- <laughs> Oh, Their fast. two names make a sentence. Ho-You-Fat, my young Hoku. Cool.
4: They... <laughs> bro. i never seen that before. Damn. Oh, okay.
1: But no, all right. I'm going to say I will put Jamal Lewis in the Hall of Fame, but it wouldn't be first ballot. And it would have to be a weak class.
0: Yeah. Yo, I got one more thing about, about Ho-You-Fat.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ
4: what if his mama named him Bimbo <laughs> well, his mama named him Steve just for the record
1: what the hell yeah,
4: Steve. name I'm is just Steve.
1: saying
0: if his mama would have named him Bimbo like Bimbo Coles it would have been Bimbo ho you fat <laughs> oh my goodness that name would be legendary I would put that shit on a t-shirt and wear it in church hey, like, it's not even derogatory
4: Bro. It's a name. Steve, I say, God bless you, bro. I know it had to be tough growing up with that, bro. He is
0: never how, how's that a family name? Like, there's a woman legitimately walking around with the last name Ho You Fat. I just can't see that happening. Like, I would instantly, if I if I if y'all met me and I said, hey, how you doing? My name's Jordan Ho You Fat, you gonna think I'm talking shit before introducing myself. <laughs> And don't let there be any girls in the room and I have to introduce myself. That's even more embarrassing. Like, that family name legit
3: should have lasted a generation. And it it, it immediately should have
4: just died off. I don't know why. I don't know what's more sad. The fact that that that's his last name. I know that had to be tough. Or the fact that I saw that was his last name and the immediate thought that came in my mind was killer. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know you you knew I was going to take that and run with it because bro that's that's too
4: good.
1: Hey, I I so look, would y'all put Fred Taylor in the Hall of Fame?
4: Yes. Yes, I would.
1: Ricky Waters?
3: No.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. I'll put Ricky Waters in the Hall.
3: Them San
0: Francisco years. Ooh.
1: What about uh Brian Westbrook?
0: Mm. No. I'm going to go no. That's awesome. close, but no. Shady's the only Eagles running back that goes to the Hall of Fame. Ever. Well, no, De- Deuce, uh, Deuce uh, Staley. Deuce is not a Hall of Famer.
1: Who was the other Deuce? Was it Deuce McAllister that played for the Saints?
0: Deuce McAllister. Deuce McAllister. Hey, hey, McAllister, hey, McAllister
1: yeah. was nasty. Oh, my God, he was, McAllister bro. McAllister was nasty.
0: That's who... That's who Shady reminded me of when he first got in the league, was Deuce. He would be looking past Deuce. Deuce made the Saints get rid of Ricky Williams.
1: Yeah, yeah. Deuce
3: was yeah. that dude. Yeah. Um, he, he went to Auburn, right?
1: I don't know. Is Deuce McAllister in the Hall of Fame? I don't
0: oh, think nah. so. No. I don't think he is. I, I'll look him up, though. Uh, and I remember his name was spelled weird. Dude, like that's how I learned how to spell. dude. That man fat now, bro. Have you ever have you ever seen his first name? Nah. Uh. I'm gonna just spell it. It should sound like a it sound like a Harry Potter spell. D U L Y M U S. Dulimus, yeah. Like, D-U-L-Y-M-U-S. D-U-L-Y-M-U-S. Wow. Dulimus. Dulimus. Like, he popped out of his mom's and she was like, he's so beautiful. We're going to name him Dulimus Even the <laughs> doctor, had <to> be, <laughs> doctor had to be like, bless you. There's no way you're not telling me she didn't think that mu- that doctor didn't think that motherfucker sneezed. Like, oh, bless you, man. No, that's his name. His what? At that moment, that that he should have been put up for adoption. Like, all your, your, mama, it, your mama's all these up.
1: years, All these years a killer still ain't learned to stop talking about people.
0: <laughs> I do not care <laughs> I mean what are the chances that Deuce McAllister's is going to find me and judging by his current photos ain't no way in blue hell he's going to be able to catch me so I think I'm going to be fine and he is a Hall of Famer he is inducted in 2014 good he deserved wow. to be in the Hall of Famer he only Hall Hall Fame. had 6,000 rush yards though hey,
1: Deuce McAllister was that dude man Deuce McAllister was that dude.
3: It's Um, amazing. He only had...
0: It was crazy. He only played in 97 games. Sheesh. He had 6,000 yards, 49 touchdowns. And I take that back. He's just a two-time Pro Bowler. I had to double-check that because I saw something that said Hall of Fame induction, and it was 2014. That might have been his college Hall of Fame.
3: So went, where did he go? All right, so
1: that's it for the running backs, right?
3: He went to Mississippi.
1: Okay. Yeah, this is where it get. This is where it gets tough, cause y'all can't put the whole receiver class in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets tough. <sighs> all right, so Anquan Bolden. Fuck me. I said yes.
0: <sighs> God, this is painful. That's tough. Mike, you know I'm struggle with this because you know how much I love Anquan. <clears throat> Anquan Bolden, to me, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm go yes, even though I know this wide receiver class is ridiculous.
4: I would probably go yes also.
1: Okay, Troy Brown.
3: He has to wait. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I did the same thing I did. I said no. I said no to Troy Brown. Donald Driver.
0: I'd No. <sighs> uh, no. Damn it. And I like Donald Driver, but I know. do too. He 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 was a Packer. <laughs> I mean, there's no way around that, bro. Yeah, was he can a go, he can go packer. in Packers Ring of
1: Honor, but
0: yeah, uh, I'm gonna go no right now. But I think he does eventually get in. Really? Hmm. I think eventually you're gonna work your way down to having to put him in.
3: Okay. Henry Ellert, I
2: said no. No.
1: No. Irving Fryer, I said no. No. Devin Hester.
4: Yes. Yeah, you got to. As a returner alone, yes. I see. yes. I think he would be the only person to go in as like solely a return man. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy
0: because didn't he play both sides of the ball too? Nah. Oh, just he receiver. A receiver.
1: He, was a, he was a receiver.
0: He played both sides of the ball at Miami. He,
1: he was barely a receiver. He was a kick returner. That's what he was.
0: And punt returner. Yeah.
1: Let's not forget reason, he broke the
0: record in Atlanta.
1: For whatever reason, it was like you put him on the field, he don't know what to do.
0: Um, I've seen I've seen players like that before. We call them field their field sense um is is broken, <laughs> completely broken. They make great returns because of it.
1: Tory Holt. <sighs> I said yes.
0: Yeah.
1: That's Isaac. Oh, if Isaac see. Bruce is in there, Tory Holt got to be in. there. Oh,
0: dang! You're right. Isaac Bruce is in there.
1: Tory Holt was. Isaac,
0: in Isaac Bruce is Troy Brown. Tory Holt is Jerry Rice. T- mm. Tory Holt.
1: Tory Holt was. Tory Holt was uh, fit, whereas Isaac Bruce was Anquan Boldin.
0: Yeah. It was crazy. Holt and Bruce were the same fucking receiver. Neither one of them wanted to take a hit. Like, the LA Rams got zero yards after catch. Mm -hmm. If they weren't already already by you. I remember watching them fall. Catch balls and fall. Catch and fall. Um, Joe Horn. Pissed me off. He has to wait, but he'll get in eventually. Is that JC Horn's dad? Yes. Yes. The one
1: who took out the cell phone.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Dude, people be forgetting how raw he was in New Orleans. That's right.
1: Joe Horn was that dude in New Orleans.
0: Yeah. Joe, Horn's say, was, Joe Horn and Lee Evans reminded me so much of him. Lee Evans. Could have been so I, good. I, I, I
1: said yes to Joe Horn.
2: I might say not yet. But eventually.
3: Okay.
1: Um This one, this one, I still have not decided. I'm still thinking about it. Not, I, I saw this list yesterday. I'm still thinking about it. Because I really want to put him in. But I, I have a I'm a I have a fear that he's not gonna get put in. Chad Johnson.
3: Oh my god, bro Ocho is in. He
0: should be. The, I don't making know. Making him in T O wait is bullshit. In. The thing
1: is, the thing is. Ocho Ocho he he stopped he stopped being dominant after a certain point.
0: It happened when T.O. got there. They had that one good year together and then just kind of went downhill, but a lot of that went downhill because the player Carson Palmer also went downhill. They just decided to blow it up and then a year later getting a receiver that almost made people forget about him in AJ Green. And then him meeting the same point. So if you're gonna throw, if AJ Green goes, there's no way in hell that team's best, rec- that franchise's best receiver don't get in. All right. Chad Johnson scared the holy hell out of me
3: for eight and years. I'm,
1: and I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. We can go to is Hall of Famer after this? After the receivers are done, because it's a lot. Um, Andre Johnson. I Texans. Absolutely. First ballot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Andre Johnson.
0: Yes. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, for a while, he was he was to the Texans, what Calvin Johnson was to the um, Lions.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And the two best receivers was him and Calvin Johnson.
0: hmm. And um, Andre used to piss me off at Miami. <sighs> I was glad when he declared.
1: Um, okay. Derek Mason.
3: No,
1: no. I said no as well. Musin Muhammad, I said. Moose and
0: Muhammad, I'm moose.
1: In. Yep. No.
0: Mm, I'm gonna go yeah. I'm gonna go yeah moose.
1: I said no. Andre Rising, go. I said no. Nah. No. Jimmy Smith, I said no.
0: Mm-mm. Wait, the Niners, Jimmy Smith? Yes. Oh hell no. I
1: said no. Rod Smith, I said no. Nah, no. Um, Steve Smith.
0: Hell yeah, the receiver. yeah.
1: Carolina I think Hines. so. I said yes as well. Heinz Ward.
3: Yep. Yeah. He,
1: he's he's a finalist for this Hall of Fame class. Heinz Ward. I said yes to Heinz Ward as well. Um, Reggie Wayne.
3: Yes.
2: yes. Yeah.
1: I said yes to Wes Wilker. No. Oh. I, I said yes. If it was not for Wes Wilker, we would not have. We would not have the Danny. The we would not have had the Danny Amendolas and the Julian Edelman's and the Cole Beasley's. Like that little man slot. That's a good point. Boy, wide mm-hmm. position. Wes Wilker is the one who started it.
0: That's good he Did it in Miami. Started off in Miami doing it. Yeah. And and so in he terms was, of the impact twice then. and was like, oh, I want that now.
1: Like everybody want that little that little small white boy to play the slot as fast <laughs> as him. and it's all because of Wes Wilker.
0: That man Wes Wilker, didn't give a damn about his about his safety at all.
1: So yeah, so for my person my personal opinion, I said yes.
2: I can see that. Yeah, his impact. And then okay. the last
1: the last one the last receiver is Roddy White.
0: Uh, uh, I feel so bad because he just he got forgot about and I'm gonna go no.
1: Julio came.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go no.
1: Yeah, I I'm gonna go, I went no too.
0: Had he had two more years at that level. Had, he had, he,
1: had he had two more years as the number one without Julio, I would have said maybe. Yeah. But the thing is, Roddy White was good, but then they drafted Julio and Julio just took the shit to another level to the point where you mm-hmm. forgot
0: about Roddy White. Like he played four years alongside of Roddy White, and his his shadow he was casting got smaller and smaller because I remember it was him and Peerless Price.
1: Peerless Price, yes.
0: And people forget how nasty he was. He was the only Buffalo receiver for a while.
1: Peerless Price was nasty.
0: Peerless Price. Mm-hmm. That receiver class from, I'm going to go from 99 to 01, extremely underrated. Extremely. That gives you Plaxico, Hines Ward, um, Santana Moss. What's my other boy? Um, Reggie Wayne. You see where I'm going with this at this point?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Those three years extremely underrated for wide receivers, but it's probably the most impactful Three years, three year series that I can think of.
1: <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm tell you, like, you know who was nice, but like you, you forget about him. Who? Terry Glenn.
3: Oh, bro. Oh, rest oh, in peace. Yeah. By the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, to Terry, Glenn, Terry
0: Glenn. Terry was Glenn was that dude.
1: Terry, yeah. Terry Glenn was nice with it.
0: In New England, the stuff he was doing. Yeah. And then I have to mention what he did with the Packers right after that. Not
1: have to mention what he did with the damn Cowboys. Yo,
0: oh, King yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he used to get, oh, it was him. Yeah, I had him and Tony O'Brien. Now, Joey Galloway, Galloway play. played with Rocket. Joey played with Rocket.
1: Oh, yeah. Joey Galloway did play with Rocket. Yeah, No, it was Miles Austin. My bad. It was
0: Miles. Mm, Austin. Miles Austin came after. Oh. He came a little bit after. Dead serious. In 2005, it was Keyshawn Johnson, Terry Glenn,
1: oh, and Antonio O'Brien. Mhm. Keyshawn was the number one. I forgot we had Keyshawn Johnson.
0: Only reason why I know that is because I I did a new playthrough on um, NFL 2K5, and I did one where I blow up a, a team and create some people, put them in the draft class, and let it ride. Antonio so,
1: Bryant. Antonio yeah. Bryant had talent too, but yeah. he
0: just he's never panned out. Miles Austin yeah. got there and took his took his spot basically. He, he was, was developing to a really good wide receiver though. He
1: was the he was the eighty eight before Dez.
0: hmm. Oh man. Imagine how good it would have been if that would have worked out and y'all still got Dez. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: A lot, that along with Jason Witten and the fact that y'all always kept a running back. I mean, outside of that year y'all thought Troy Hamburg was gonna be the answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't so, say too much, but we thought Amos
3: Zeroway was a guy. So, okay. All right, all right, all right. It's your Hall of Famer, right? I, I got y'all. I got a good one. All right. got a good one. Um, pull up all of the... Let me pull up all of the shit pertaining to this person. Jump, don't dish make a nigga wanna jump, jump. Okay. This man is, is
1: talking about NFL. Uh he was a defensive back. He has one Super Bowl. He uh he has two all pros mm-hmm. and he has four Pro Bowls. That's
3: it as far as his accomplishments.
2: Okay.
3: He played
1: years. Hold up. Um.
3: He played nine years. He has
1: two sacks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Nine force
3: fumbles. Three fumble recoveries. 12 picks. Is he a Hall of Famer? Without looking, I think I know y'all answer. Four Pro Bowls, two All-Pros. Can you tell the story without him?
1: on who you ask.
3: Okay. Mm. Was, Was at, at, at any point?
1: Hold on, oh, wait. Can you tell the story of what
3: of the league like during that period without him?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, depending depending on who you ask.
3: Okay. And has he ever been
0: considered the best player at his position?
1: No.
4: Nine forced fumbles.
3: That was a lot of forced fumbles for a oh, cornerback. No. Currently active? Nope.
4: My initial instinct was to say no. Just based off the twelve. How many seasons you said he played? Just nine. Nine.
3: Twelve <sighs> picks.
1: I knew your answer was gonna
3: be no. Nine forced fumbles is not bad though. Any defensive touchdowns?
1: Nope, zero defensive touchdowns.
3: I want to say no. I think I'm one Super Bowl. No. Can I ask era? Because that matter?s uh, this decade.
1: I mean, he played in the two thousands.
3: The two thousands or the twenty tens?
1: Play some of both.
0: Okay. You know what? I'm
3: gonna go no. He's not a Hall of Famer.
1: All right. Who do y'all think it is?
0: Something tell me it's a um, it's it's a cornerback from Washington. I feel like it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't I, remember I his name. A <laughs> Because it just seemed like some shit a redskin would do. It it just do. It got Fred Smoot written all over it. Yeah. And- oh my God.
1: <laughs> is that who you locked uh, your ass
0: in? I feel like this Fred Smoot final answer. Fred Smoot. <laughs>
4: what a great call back that is. Bro. Locking in Fred Smoot. Alright. Killer locked in Fred Smoot. Corey, what you think? Shoot. I didn't want, I want to, I want to uh, go off killer's answers just for the sake of You know, difference. I'll go. I'm gonna give a random name. It's actually one of my most underrated corners who played in that era. I'm gonna go Al Harris. Al Harris got a lot of picks, though. Locking that in. Oh well, I know it's not. Yeah, I'm locking in. I know he got a lot of picks, but yeah, just gonna show Al Harris some love, though. Al Harris had a 10 pick season. Did he
0: really? I believe so. Yeah, I want to say it was 2009. I'll pull it up.
4: Man, he gets no love because he played with Charles Woodson in Green Bay. Right. But Al Harris, man. Al Harris is our secondary coach. Yeah, I know. That's what that's what made me thought of, uh, think about him. I mean, most picks he had
0: in the season was four. He had twenty one total. Oh, so we know With it's three touchdowns. Wow. that's how I knew it was Al Harris off the rip, cause Al Harris don't see the end zone. Yeah. All
1: right.
0: So Chris Smoot ain't seen no end zone.
1: Fred's food was garbage. Oh. Y'all locked in. Y'all answers. Both of y'all got it wrong. Oh,
0: both of Fuck y'all. You got today? It wrong. Fuck you, then, sir.
1: And y'all <laughs> said no. To, y'all said no to is he a Hall of Famer? And I want y'all to know that I, I am adamant. In the, in I I will I will die on the sword, that he is a Hall of Famer. I don't care what his numbers look like. This man is a Hall of Famer. Y'all y'all was stuck on corner. Do y'all know who my favorite safety is ever? Mm. And I'm not talking about. Don't say Darren Woodson because Darren Woodson was my favorite safety till this guy. Do y'all know who my favorite safety of all time is?
0: Only one that I know that, well, no, Charles Woodson had way more picks than that.
4: Yeah, no, it can't be Charles Woodson. But, are you, but you can say Charles Woodson safety or Charles Woodson corner. Because he did both. Because Charles Woodson's
3: safety, I think, may be more your speed. But he had more picks than that, so it can't be him. No. It,
1: it's cool y'all have already locked the I'll tell y'all the answer of who it was and he is a hall of famer cam chancellor
4: I knew I was about to out you know, you know it was crazy. Oh, like, it's gotta be a safe oh, I, I, I didn't and, say
1: he was a corner I said he was a thinking about
4: bat. the first the forced fumbles I was like yo that's a lot of forced fumbles. like I was thinking like it's yeah. gotta be a strong safety my my favorite safety
1: of all time is Cam Chancellor.
0: Yeah, Cam and Chester. the only reason why he didn't see more picks was because that secondary had guys who were just taking no, it away.
1: Because his job was not to pick the ball. His job,
0: his job,
4: was his job was to promise. punish people. Hold up, when was was what what Cam was drafted? What two thousand? Legion of Boom. The the
0: 2010. year. The okay, year after they got Richard, no, year before Richard Sherman.
4: So that's what threw me off. When Killer asked two thousands or the twenty tens, and Mike said a little bit of both. A little mm-hmm. bit of both. So I thought he had to be drafted somewhere in the mid two thousands.
1: Like literally on the edge of the last year of that decade.
4: I had a chance to play at Texas. No, Earl Thomas
3: Virginia.
1: Thomas. Virginia.
4: Earl Thomas played Texas. I mean not Earl Virginia. Virginia. Uh, Virginia Tech. That's right. That's
1: right. That's right. Earl Thomas played in Texas.
0: Because I remember it was a big thing if y'all were going to draft. Um, What's that Earl safety Thomas. from? Uh, no, the safety from USC. Taylor Mays. Everyone yeah, everyone thought Taylor Mays was going to get picked by the um, Seahawks. And he went right past his ass. He was like.
4: Oh, yeah. Cause, yeah, because Pete nah. Carroll coached him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. T-
0: Taylor Mays. Was and that, nice, was, that though, did not look good on Taylor Mays at all.
1: Taylor Mays was nice in college.
0: Mm-hmm. But I that think one, right? if I coach you, I also know know your limitations. And I think he saw those. So once your old coach slides by you, yeah, you know some shit's up. That's just how I look at that.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, that was a good one, man. Yeah. That was a really mm-hmm. good one. Because yeah, I really thought was. that you were going to pull a me and be disrespectful and pick Fred Smoot. Hell <laughs> so. Everybody know Fred Smoot ain't no damn Hall of Famer. He ass like like once you said no touchdowns, I was like, it's Fred Smoot, bro. It's Fred Smoot, bro.
4: Like easily, but
1: this is a case where like numbers will have you fucked up because impact. Cam Chancellor is definitely a Hall of Famer. Like if you don't believe it, ask Earl Thomas, his running mate.
0: Mm -hmm. Had he not gotten
1: hurt. Yeah, had it, had he not gotten those
0: neck injuries? He he gets in on what we're going to call the Terrell Davis
3: rule. We know how great you would have been, so get your ass in here. I don't know. I don't think Terrell Davis was that great. Um, I think yeah. he, had, he had the benefit of Elway.
0: And not just Elway. Keep in mind, after Elway left, they were able to still produce on the ground. Allendis, they
3: made Alandis Gary look nice. Y'all remember who Alandis Gary is? Nope. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: He had over 1,000 yards behind that damn line. That was probably the best outside of the 90... What year did y'all win the Super Bowl against us? Was it 95? 96?
4: 95. 95.
0: Outside of that 95 Cowboys O-line, that Broncos O-line from 98-99 and moving forward was probably one of the best in the entire
3: history of the NFL. And it doesn't get enough love.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. But I feel like I got y'all with a good one tonight, man.
4: That was a good one. I like that mm-hmm.
1: one. Corey, you I got like the next that one. is he a Hall of Famer, man. You got the next one.
4: Man, I was supposed to do it three weeks ago. Killer asked me to do it, but y'all we just, I'm like, oh, okay. I got it. I got y'all. Yeah, man, oh, this I, man been I, holding on to that bad boy so damn long. He probably forgot who the fuck the guy was. Now I knew he was, but now I think I might go into a, like a more fun direction. I'm not sure yet. Now, hey, not sure. hey, look when I, when we do our Izzy Hall of Famers, I go
0: to try to mess Mike up. I like to make him think.
1: See, Killer be trying to he be trying to make me miss on the player, but he he can't win.
0: Nah, I, I don't <laughs> understand how I didn't even really see that.
1: What was the one? You my, had, what was the one you had last week?
0: Oh, it was um, shit.
1: Oh no, y'all actually got mine right last week. You had two weeks ago.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, was the one
0: that you- I had. What was his
3: name? I, 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 oh man, hold on, I and my dang on Google search history so jacked up right now. Yeah, I can't even go that far back no more.
1: But I knew, I knew. I said, when I said DBs, y'all was going, y'all was going default. Because mostly everybody looks at corner.
3: Yeah, safety.
1: Safety position is one of the quote unquote forgotten positions.
0: Or of- strong safety is free safety. They they still they got a lot more emotion, a lot more movement. It's easier for them to pad their stats to it free.
1: Corey, the reason why I like uh the reason the reason like Cam Chancellor is the reason why I like J Ron Curse. Mm-hmm. J Ron Curse is like the walking embodiment of Cam Chancellor, like play style. Yeah. He gonna lay For in the sure. box, he gonna lay in the box, and he gonna sit in the box and a hey, he he gonna put a helmet on you.
0: You're going to Roy Williams Williams somebody without the horse collar.
1: But the thing is, J-Ron Curse he can cover too. He ain't as good at covering as he is at uh, playing in the box. But Roy Williams was slow. Like, he he was was Mm -hmm. slow running.
0: Yeah, I mean, it ain't like Cam Chance was that goddamn fast either, because I remember seeing him getting toasty a few
3: times. Yeah. All right, man, killer, you can take
0: mm-hmm. this
3: out. All right, yo, we appreciate y'all for listening in. This one, this show felt different, but in a good way.
0: We touched on serious topics, hit y'all with some fun stuff, and we even got a to pick out the Hall of Fame. We gave y'all some NBA takes, so I know y'all appreciating that as well. Now, I'ma, I'ma have we a got up our-
1: for y'all on Friday. Cause I'm actually created my player. I'm actually
0: created my player this time, dude. Get into the yeah. Now th- there's some um stuff that actually me and my little brother have been playing that actually helps people who don't have high overalls still be able to play three on threes and um stuff like that as well. So there are ways to still help that. So you're not getting passed over just because you got a low overall.
1: We're gonna see. We're gonna see how it works out. Uh, I just downloaded, um, Oh, I just reinstalled Overwatch because now Overwatch 2.
0: Yeah, my girl just did that too.
1: So, and I'm grateful that how Overwatch did it. It was like, if you own Overwatch 1, it automatically updated to Overwatch 2. I didn't have to pay nothing extra for it. Or
0: I mean, hell, at this point, and this is going to sound kind of jacked up, but that's what EA needs, needs to do with Madden until they decide that's to so rebuild the EA entire engine. Yeah. Just update my roster. Give me some new features if you got them, and let me play.
1: Oh, yeah, I've always been, I've always been a proponent of, like, if I got NBA Two K, just make me pay sixty dollars for an update, but update the same thing. Stop making me download all of these different damn games.
0: I say because like, if and I can't go back and play it, I don't want to go back and play older 2k it's weird i would go back and play an older madden because the offline experience doesn't change year to year versus it does with 2k like i can't go back and play my my players on older 2ks even if i like that gameplay better like 2k 16s
3: gameplay i like a lot on the on xbox one i can't go back and play my my player on there
0: Because it requires an internet connection to a server. And those servers aren't active anymore. So I lose a game mode.
3: So that I don't like. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let's get out of here. All uh, right, definitely.
0: So um, any parting words, gentlemen?
4: Uh, great show. I'm excited to catch up on tales from the territories on Vice TV. I have to catch it tomorrow. Looking forward to it.
0: Well, that's one we the rocking it this week, right?
3: Yeah. All right, that's a definite uh, my, watch for me. My parting part words is uh,
1: do do the things that make you happy, even if it pisses somebody else off. Happiness is.
0: I can rock with you on that. Happiness is key in life. I I can rock with you on that. And, of course, it would not be a signing off if I did not say. If Draymond Green is a Hall of Famer, (laughs) then so are you. Thank y'all so much for listening. This has been Off the Sticks. We out you.
4: Peace.